You are now listening to Cult Cinema Catacombs. These films exist. on this start recording this shit and here we go <laughs> by the way roy's very excited right now i can't wait i love news just <laughs> hot goss well first of all you you missed when we were recording the episode for the gay deceivers i suddenly got possessed by someone from baltimore for a quick second it was, one, and it was talking in a baltimore accent out yeah, of one word get a one word one word baltimore impression <laughs> It was insane. It was, was insane. Like, Where did that come from? I love it. It was wild. <laughs> I think we it was wild. You'll have to you'll have to listen to it because it was like you're not gonna listen to it because I it was wild. It I even caught it too. It was like did that just come out of my mouth? He, he tried to keep a, going. I would not I, let him keep going. <laughs> did I have another stroke? What the like, hell? No. No, you do not get to trip and then start running like you meant to. We are going to talk about this is what's going to happen right now. <laughs> so what's your news, Roy? You have news. Well, first and foremost, welcome to Cold Cinema yeah. Catacombs, folks. And welcome back, Courtney. <laughs> At some point, we, we just have to stop welcoming her. She's just a part. She's just like, <laughs> she's the Baba Booey guy. She just... <laughs> Just always in it. <laughs> she just shows up sometimes. So so Courtney here is to uh, join us uh, in our fifth anniversary month because misery loves company uh, to to experience Premutos, the God, fallen I'm angel. Sorry. I'm yes. sorry that you're doing this. Special extended director's cut, restored so, in 4K. So I was thinking about this earlier today and i was like so this is our anniversary right this is our this is our show's birthday permutos is like having to get new car tags that's what it is <laughs> it's like great it's your birthday go pay the state of texas and or ohio like 85 dollars so that you can continue to drive your car happy birthday you jackass that's what so, this is that's what so permutos you, is it's you, the you, toll we pay You've turned five. Go sign up for the draft and right. get your draft card. <laughs> right. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, like I said, got news. I mean, we've shared news on the other two episodes, but got two pieces of news here. One personal and one that's just schnadenfreudic. Um, let's go with the schnadenfreudic news first. Uh, after the performance of the film this weekend, it has been announced that they're pulling the flash from theaters. <laughs> Yay! After, after three weeks? Yes. <laughs> that's, wow, that's rough. Yeah, that's hard. And here's, that's, that's hard. 
here's the thing is that it just kills me with this and just makes me shake my head and just tells me just how completely clueless the powers that be at Warner Brothers is. Is so here it is three weeks the film's getting pulled from the theaters. The people pe- people who were in the test screening for Batgirl have come forward, come out of being anonymous, and have said Warner Brothers has lied to us about this movie. That Batgirl was tight, cohesive, tons of fun. The girl who played the woman who played Batgirl was excellent. The chemistry that she had with Michael Keaton in the movie was excellent. That Warner Brothers made the biggest mistake not releasing this film. Everyone would love Batgirl. Batgirl is a great story. To give her a movie makes perfect sense. But no, 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 it's cool. Do 30 more Batman origins. And they still won't. It would be so... Here's my thing. It's been the same thing forever. All of this shit that Warner Brothers is going through, it would be so easy to just release it. I'm sure it's not so easy. Yeah. But it, it would be like, just put it on Max. Like, hey, you know what? You guys, you know, we listened for once. Here's Batgirl. Like, yes. everybody would lose their effing minds. Like, you know, sure, a lot of people would be like, well, they did it to, you know, they did it to placate. Who cares? Like, that would get lost in the sauce in comparison to people that were just so excited to see this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, it would, it would it would fix a lot of problems, I think. It is, it is aggressive. It's at us. As consumers, it's kind of like Paramount Plus dropping Queen of the Universe late. Oh, just dropping everything that they did. Oh, the last day of Pride Month, we're removing it and the other gayest shows on the network. We're just not, you're not even not getting more. We're taking what is there away from you. Well, not only that, but then telling all of the Star Trek fans, especially those who are Star Trek Voyager fans, uh, we're getting rid of Prodigy. And we're not, we're not just canceling Prodigy. Yoink, it's gone. It's not on the server anymore. And it ended on a cliffhanger because it was t- tying up loose ends with Voyager. And I'm like, what the hell? Even Kate Mulgrew was like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> See, and as a person, this is a weird thing that I don't know that either one of you know about me. I've never seen, I think, even a moment of any Star Trek. It's not Holy something shit. I've avoided. I've just, I just missed it. I don't Holy know. Holy shit. Uh, I know it's kind of miraculous that I've missed it at this point. Uh, but that's kind of wild. Yeah. <laughs> like just in general. Like, uh, like that's gonna how, make me. How do you wa- how do you dance between those raindrops? That's the gonna make me talk movies. Baltimore again. Yeah, <laughs> the twenty movies, <laughs> the seventeen TV shows, the. But, yeah, I mean, you, you, they got rid of, like, one – they're getting rid of, like, one-third of the programming and replacing it with Showtime. I honestly canceled my Paramount Plus subscription because not only are they doing this, you know, getting rid of all these great shows and not even allowing us to be able to see the past episodes and replacing it with shit from Showtime I don't want to see, they automatically changed my subscription to Paramount Plus with Showtime without me asking. Ooh, I don't like that. Now I and have to I look went, at it. Oh no, yeah. you didn't. Goodbye, and immediately canceled Paramount Plus. Yeah, I'm gonna need to look at that too. Check yeah, it, so yeah, now, because they did it without even asking. Is it okay if we switch you over to this, or even sending me an email saying your subscription is now turning to this? It just happened under the table. 
Now, I don't have a choice. I will have to keep it for at least another week or two uh, because of Drag Race All-Stars. But after that, mm-mm. Well, I was keeping it. I mean, the final episode of this season's Beavis and Butthead just aired this week. So I was like, um, I've been watching you for Beavis and Butthead. Cancel. So I, I, I still have it till July 13th. But still, I'm just like, yeah, no, you pull that shit on me. No, 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 no. So meanwhile, here's Netflix adding shit, even yeah. though they're the ones that have been not having all the controversy. But anyway. Stop confusing us with your abuse streaming platforms. <laughs> What's come out on Netflix? What did I miss? Anything good? Well, um, well we've really. got not really. They're just adding <laughs> shit just to put shit on there. Um, but although they do have a documentary series coming on, I'm very interested to see about about oh, the one- not, not just about cults, but oh. how to create a cult. We were going to go in a different direction because they are <laughs> putting on a documentary, like an eight part documentary about American gladiators. And my ass will be in front of that. That's on there right now. That's it's on there right now. Yeah. Cancel just- the show. <laughs> I gotta go. Sorry. That just dropped. But now, but yeah, they're also coming out with a series about they're going to basically decrack the code on how cults are made. I mean, I can tell you how cults made. That right. You want to make a cult? I'll make you a cult. And then as of a, course we've got the Wham. A white woman. I know how. <laughs> and then of course we got the documentary about Wham coming up, mm-hmm. uh, told from the point of view of George Michael and that other guy. Um, probably another one, yeah. <laughs> whose name I can't remember at this time. I'm sorry. But uh, and then His name is John Wham. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> My name is John Wham. Damn it. Hi, I'm George Michael, and this is John Wham. That's why we named our our, our band George Wham. It's a little <laughs> long, so we're shorting it to Wham. So that's announcement number one. Announcement number two on a personal level. Um, I am now officially a scare actor. That's awesome. Uh, I I, I I am officially working for um, in the DFW area now um, for the upcoming season. I, I won't be as my character Jaster that I play at the cons because the one that I'm work I'm going to be working with Dark Hour they're more monster demon witch based. So there's no room for Jaster there. They don't get the good shit. That's why. <laughs> the pay extra. You got to get on the pay. Well, they also, that. all the waivers that would have to be signed by those poor children and grown people that would get dumb dumps whiffed yes. at their face mm-hmm. at escape velocity. That would, but, it, it would be a horror, it would be a horror show for yeah, real. The real one. <laughs> people have already asked me like, well, who are you going to play? What character? I'm just like, there's a shit ton of characters and monsters. That this all of that being has. said, I'm going to play the dentist. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dr. Giggles. <laughs> all that being said and done, I, I'm playing an ear of corn. <laughs> love it. <laughs> but and no, okay. I, 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 I have no idea who I'm playing with. I, I actually had my first class yesterday which was learning how to make uh guttural sounds without ruining my throat <laughs> which was i mean something you don't say every day it's like how do you make vomiting growling sounds without thrashing your throat and uh yeah i only have 13 jokes right now i cannot <laughs> 
I, I'm just excited for when you're finished with your time at Dark Hour, you'll be ready to join Slipknot. Yes, I will. I will. I'll be ready to join Slipknot or, you know, even Metalocalypse or something, you know, and or maybe I think maybe even I can you know start my own band. I can create a, a, a gay version of baby metal or something like that. Yeah. So gay I one. love it. You could be you could be gay one. We'll we'll do it as a in tandem with our with our remake of two thousand and one. Yes. And yeah, it'll oh, be great. Yes, we are talking about what if we I don't a remake of two th- somehow we got to a, like a remake of two thousand and one Space Odyssey where Hal is not just sassy but sassy and gay. It's okay. like open, open the pod bay door, Hal. Open the pod bay door in those shoes. <laughs> Just have me. Billy Porter in there doing it. Oh Jesus! Me <laughs> opening the pod bay door, really? What's the password? God damn it! Billy Porter's <laughs> perfect for it. That is perfect casting. Hal's got teeny tiny glasses now. Yeah. <laughs> Titus Andronicus. What is his name? <laughs> What is his people name? What is Titus his real... Burgess is his human Thank you. Name. His government. Titus Burgess is just... But he's on Earth. He's one of the people they communicate with on Earth. God <laughs> damn it. This is just becoming a 30 Rock bit at this point. That's all this Ow, please open the Bahad Bay door. Mama says no. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then a song. Not on tonight. Uh, yeah. And then a song. <laughs> oh, God damn it. It's perfect. I want it to happen so bad. <laughs> And to make sure that people will come to see it, I guess, uh, huck Chris Pratt in there, too. <laughs> no, I will say everything. this. I, I do want to say this in mixed company. <laughs> I watched Ghosted today. I told Roy. Ghosted is on Apple is on Apple TV. Which I do want to see Plus. because it's Chris Evans. I do want to well, see that. So it's Chris Evans. It's Ana de Armas. It is wonderful. It is, is a it? treat. It has... I, I seriously, is there anyone that Chris Evans does not have chemistry with? Like no. ever? No. He's perfect. <laughs> he's perfect. And he's, I mean, when you have chemistry with Jamie Lee Curtis, you can have chemistry with anybody. I yeah. mean, and I will tell you that this movie has so many cameos, like an insane amount of cameos. I don't want to spoil it. It's just watch it. Spend well, the hour and way- a half. It's his way of saying thank you after having a cameo in uh, Free Guy, you know, so. Well, <laughs> I, I, I will say this. Ryan Reynolds is in this movie for about 30 seconds because <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is in every movie for about 30 seconds. He has cracked the Hollywood code and yes, he whatever the fuck he wants at yes. any given time. You probably missed him in The Little Mermaid, but he was there. I mean, he just shows up on sets, I think. I really do. I think he just walks onto sets for movies that he wants to be on and just is in it. Doesn't get paid, I think. And then just leaves. At the very least, he's getting a day rate. He's not getting paid real money to do any of these things. No, he's going for craft services. He's like, I want lunch. Give me give me a take. And I'll grab some craft services and I'll be on my way. Ryan, and Ryan Reynolds just goes on. He goes on set. And he's like, I miss the days of being a day player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is, and I love his cameos in movies because that's what he is. Yes. He also, has one line character actor speaking part points and then he's just gone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's great. Speaking of Chris Evans, if you've not seen it yet, someone has lovingly and thankfully uploaded 
onto YouTube in its entirety, the Disney California Adventures presentation of um, Rogers the Musical. Uh, So basically, something that started as a joke in Hawkeye has become reality. Uh And it's just as ridiculous as you think it is. I mean, there was one person in the comments who obviously... It, well, they exposed themselves when they said, "Well, no, I don't put, pay attention to the you know the, the the Marvel Cinematic Universe and everything." And everyone's trying to because they said, "Why are the costumes so simplified?" And so we had to explain. We're like, "Did you not watch Hawkeye?" No, I don't pay attention to the. Well, then shut the fuck up. You're, yeah. you're too cool for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but you're not too cool for musical theater. What are you doing? Are they. <laughs> The moment that we see in Hawkeye, they recreated beautifully for the stage. But there, it's just, it's so ridiculous. It starts off in the USO canteen in the 1940s, and we get, like, the Kirkland brand version of the Andrews sisters. Oh, is it, is it Casablanca light? Is that what we're no, getting? No, it's, it is literally Kirkland brand Andrews sisters introducing using constant show for us and saying we have to tell the story in 30 minutes you know it's, <laughs> it's such an oversimplified story arc from captain america the first avenger all the way up to Endgame. it's hilarious that's awesome i it, it, it watch it absolutely watch it it is so much fun that's awesome especially to see <laughs> the sassiest Tony Stark I've ever seen in my <laughs> entire life. I, he does this whip thing with his hip, and I'm like, work it, girl! <laughs> Speaking of whip things, oh, um, Permutos <laughs> is the movie. And that is, Courtney, you will find that what I just said, oddly accurate. Um, I was hoping we'd just keep talking about whatever, and then you guys would be like, what movie are we doing? Kill Bill 2 for no reason? Go watch that again, babe. Take We're doing Titanic 666. That's the movie I want to be doing right now. Listen, it has Lydia Hurst and Anna Lynn McCord. And it is... We're ridiculous. Doing we're doing the shark exorcist. That's what we're doing. The shark yeah. exorcist. Oh, God. I swear... There are certain <laughs> horror movie studios that just have a dartboard with nouns on it. And they're like, what are we doing? Shark and... Oh, Exorcist. Bullseye, Exorcist. Dope. If we're I had shark, unlimited funds, yes. I would. I would want, I would be that guy. I would be... I would, I, would, I would buy... I would compete with Asylum Pictures for... And my movies would be more unhinged. I think we all around this table know that. But... I would, I would, I would, Sassy Bigfoot would be a movie I would make. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And that was the first movie. Get Kakiazamo for that. There was, God damn it. What was the name of that? There was a Bigfoot movie, but it was an urban Bigfoot movie. (laughs) Oh boy. It it must've been 15 years ago that I watched the thing where Bigfoot cut somebody in half with a stop sign. I gotta find that movie. Oh my god! You it know sounds who, tasteful. You know oh, who would play Sassy mm. Bigfoot? Oh, Brad yeah. Garrett. Brad no. Garrett. <laughs> yeah, Brad Garrett. No. I think you could get. I think you could get any number of weird drag queens to do it. 
Willem. Oh, no, 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 no. Alaska. 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 Who's the, um, I'm not as steeped in drag queen lore as you two are. Uh, Courtney, I know you know the answer to this. I don't know if Roy does. Who's the, who's the, um, the, the weed enthusiast? Laganja. Yeah, that's who I want to do it. That's who (laughs) I want to do it. At first blush, you think you'd have to be more specific, but she did name herself Laganja. Yeah. Yeah. Amanda That's who I want Amanda Lepore as, as Amanda Lepore. How's about just a bunch of sassy Bigfoots? <laughs> I'd love that. Yeah, like make it like um, the Star Wars Christmas special, but instead of Wookies, you got sassy Bigfoots and Jefferson Airplane. Same names though. Same names. We need, we need shot to for find, shot. We need to find the Bigfoot. I know how to get them out. We have to do the Bigfoot call, Miss Vanji. <laughs> oh god permutos see i'm, I'm gonna bring it back <laughs> he's gonna do it. watch this movie i if we have to this is the reason you're watching it this is if we have to oh you got to watch it i understand i'm not happy about it so but what, i understand <laughs> do we know what we've we've watched it we've done a show on it mm-hmm. famously at this point do we know what is what we're in for with this director's cut version well, of this movie? No, because it's a director's cut and it's restored. Because I remember when we watched this, it was so obviously shot on a VHS camcorder. Yeah. It really you could tell. Just, just full potatoes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it was it was there was no hiding it whatsoever. So I'm sitting here and I'm like, okay, if it's been restored to 4K, does it actually look like cinema now? Or, <laughs> or I, I don't or think what? that technology exists. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, mean, I will say, like? looking up this movie to figure out how to access it, to inflict it upon my family, um, because if I have to watch it, they have to watch it. Um, <laughs> sorry, I Greg, hope you just mean Creed and not the children and not the child. Oh no, not she's too precious. Um, I can't no, you don't want to show this yet. one to her. No, but Pippin, you're eight now, so. Oh, you're gonna get the dogs I'm gonna in? make the dog watch. It's gonna be like Clockwork Orange. I'm gonna like pull his eyes open. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's done nothing to deserve this. No, I was confused when I was trying to find this movie. Because it has two subtitles. Well, that was yes. just your body fighting you. <laughs> I was like, well, there are two movies called Premutos, and that can't be right because that's nothing. And then I finally dug through and was like, oh, no, they just can't decide what the name of this movie is. Cool. <laughs> so <laughs> Permutos Fallen Angel or whatever they're calling it. That has nothing to do with the movie. I don't think <laughs> So he is not a. They are lying to you about this. He's the Lord of Darkness, which I think is the other subtitle. The Lord of Darkness. The only thing I remember about this movie is that the gore is on pornographic levels. Yeah. And it's on video. And and it's practical. It's shot on video, Conan sword, and a fucking tank. That's all I remember. Well, I remember the barbed wire scene. Oh Jesus! On the couch, none of none of this is apropos. The way we just described it, mm-hmm. that is the linear effect of the movie. 
So none of this is apropos to much. Um, but there is a barbed wire scene. There is like a Necronomicon factor involved as well. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I, I value you as a human being, and I'm sorry that you're doing this. I deserve this. I mean... I, I do. <laughs> I'm not saying you didn't deserve it. I'm just saying I'm sorry. I got to see Ernest Bordenine Celine Dion child adult face because of you for like a half hour. That's so. true. Aline, what I loved was when I was mentioning it to a friend of mine, I was like, yeah, it's about Celine Dion, but it's not Celine Dion. Their name is not Celine Dion. They're like, oh, so their name is Aline Dio? Yep. yep. So close. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's not about Celine Dion, but it's about Celine Dion. And it quotes but, her almost directly. <laughs> but yes. she signed off on it and it is her life story. It, well, 90, 95% apparently of it is her life story. Is it... I I was going to speculate, but I can't even speculate on that thing anymore. I, I, my brain has a <laughs> firewall up against it. <laughs> it's, it's fine. You're, you're, we will break your brain down <laughs> with this movie. This is... This is, speaking of creating a cult, this is conditioning, is what you're about to experience. I mean, I am in a confined space, and you have been texting me constantly saying you better not be eating anything except for rice and beans. It's been a month. Stop <laughs> eating anything else. That's all you can eat. And barley. Handfuls of God, barley. Mm -hmm. But the only food I don't like, you picked barley. Of course, that's why we do it. <laughs> and, and, and of course, all you can drink is lean. Yes. Yeah, lean and barley, which is what's in a grimace shake. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we did it. Barley and lean. So now, now here's the here's the magic part about this, Courtney. <laughs> you, you, the version that you're watching, it's a streaming version you're watching, so you only have to pay the rental cost. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Andrew and I paid the motherfucking full price. For the two-disc extended cut that includes a copy of the goddamn soundtrack on CD. <laughs> on CD? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, with, it with also the, felt like we should. Well, like, it, and this is being put out by a, a, a video company I've never heard of before. Unearthed Classics. That with, sounds made up as fuck. Here's the thing. Here's why we had to buy it. And I believe this to be honestly true. The reason it's available for physical buy with upscaling to 4K and a director's cut and with a CD soundtrack is because Roy and I covered it on this show. I can think of no other reason. Like, there, nobody, I hadn't heard it mentioned outside of this show at all, ever in my entire life. And then it got this. No, this is yeah. at you. Yeah, yeah they're no, this doing is at this us. at you. Yeah. So we're, we're so brave. We're yeah. brave with a tummy ache when we bought it. <laughs> and, I'm te and I'm texting you a copy of the DVD of a Blu-ray cover, Courtney, so you can see it. Because 
I mean, this artwork that they did for the Blu-ray release, which looks like some, like, never-before-released Jim Steinman album. It, it looks like <laughs> the cover to an unreleased sequel to the Prophecy movies, if you remember when all of those were coming out. <laughs> like a Crow, like a Crow 7. I. It's like, you expect when you put the movie on, the theme song is going to be by Meatloaf. That's what it looks like. And, oh, and here. It's by the Olaf Ittenbach. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure is. Wow. Um, and here here are the well here first of all, here is the official plot description on the back of the Blu-ray. Lucifer was not the first alien a- 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 alien. <laughs> Lucifer was not the first angel to have fallen. Premutos is the first of the fallen angels, even before Lucifer. His goal is to rule the living and the dead. His son should pave the way for him to return. A young man begins to suffer from visionary flashbacks of the past lives that he has lived. On his father's birthday, a case containing an old book is found in their garden, which was hidden by a warlock in 1943. When the young man investigates the book, he mutates into a monster and awakens an army of zombies ready to bring back the fallen angel Premutos. That's the plot. That's the plot description. Is it the plot? <laughs> I was Is trying it? so hard to follow you, and I lost you at <laughs> his son, because I went, is that Primutos' son? Is that Lucifer's son? Oh, no, there's a warlock and what? What I love also is on the Earth. <laughs> For but 50 I also seconds, I thought there was monsters yeah. on the world. Yeah, oh, mon- there are monsters on the world. Andy, and this is in white. This is in widescreen. Oh, that's how you know it's good. Wait, it real long. It's 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 a shot on video movie with an aspect ratio. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> that's great. That's great. I can't. Do you and, think that the, this was a? Do you think this was like? a bit that went too far getting this thing made. Do you think some rich guy was like, yeah, yeah, we'll get, we'll buy the rights to Permutos. We'll put it, we'll put it out. I can think of no other reason to put a CD soundtrack in there. Like that is something you would do on a bet. Are they trying to make CDs happen the way that vinyl came back? Is that, they're like, we're going to be the ones with This, this movie. This is it, though. This is the only one they're doing it with. No, this you is know, the one. You know if they wanted to be really hipsterish, it would have been on 8-track. <laughs> <laughs> this would have been released on Laserdisc with an accompanying 8-track, which is probably the way it should have been released, honestly. Reel-to-reel tape is what it would be released on. So that way, you know, we can listen to it Necronomicon style in a cabin in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew what to tell you to prepare you for this thing. I, I feel you. like it's impossible. It is. it is. It's truly impossible. It's, I mean, we've said that about a few movies on this show, but we're not joking when we say absolutely nothing can prepare you for this shit show. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm fascinated by it because I have not, obviously not seen this movie, but you two have... And Roy, you just read that synopsis, and both of you went, "Is that what happens in this movie?" I don't. I don't remember that happening. Yeah. And there was no mention of swords, and I know that's a part of this that's movie. It's a major plot point. In oh, this the film. Conan sword is a major plot point. I remember that. It's like, 
the father gets his Conan sword. And he's like, oh, I got my Conan sword. Thank you. Thank you. But he's an angel and also a warlock from the no, 40s. No, that's the there. father. That's the father of the... Okay, is is the Born father again like... warlock angel man. Can, and I, I mean, feel free to tell me, shut up, we'll watch it. The father is like, is that like... Okay, in 13 Ghosts, he gets the contraption going, and that's going to release the okay. father? Two two parts. Number one, no matter what you ask and what we answer, it's not going to matter. <laughs> Number two, matter. no, he's just the dad. Mm-hmm. So, imagine Back to the Future. Okay. But instead of finding Doc Brown and a time-traveling DeLorean, he finds the Necronomicon buried in the garden he's just the dad in the movie he what doesn't does this have to do with angels <laughs> <laughs> yep yep one exactly one last, one last thing i'll say about this before we break and go watch this shit storm the cast i'm i'm i'm, I'm cracking up reading the cast on the back because you've got all of these like uber german names uh, Olaf Ittenbach, the director of this movie, is also in the film as well. Oh, that's always a good sign. That's a great sign. Uh, you have Andre Strili, Elsa Wellman, Anka Fabre, Phidias Atuma. I danced under Anka Fabre for like <laughs> six months in Barstow. And then I, I came did. In. Yeah. He- Heike Musterman. That is a vaudeville-ass name if I, I ever heard it. Consider that stolen. I'm writing that down. That needs to go that's somewhere. A, that's very cabaret. And then we get the name Christopher Stacy. Yeah. <laughs> Christopher Stacy. But yeah, Heike Musterman. That that's like after um you when you go to the cabaret and the MC has introduced Miss Sally Bowles. Now coming to the strange, Heike Musterman. Yeah. The the. The, the musical comedy stylings of Heike Musterman. <laughs> Heike Musterman and her magic tractor, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, no, that absolutely got added to a list, a secret list that I have that I periodically will pull out to attack Andy with. Yeah. And he so, will never know. She is the only person that has physically beat me up with comedy. <laughs> with words. Just, I was literally like, I could not. Like, I was a, like against a, like, a, just on the ground, could not stand up. And she was just standing over me screaming names at me. I was. It was, it was a pop quiz. <laughs> and so you have to be really aggressive when there's a pop quiz. I had asked him, I don't even remember what the question was now, uh, but I just started rattling off. You just said, Are you ready for a pop quiz? I was walking out of a room. <laughs> I was just on my way out of a room. At the hotel at Alcon, and you just said, and you just behind me. Are you ready for a pop quiz? And then just, just relentlessly, like those ads for whatever speakers they were with the dog. <laughs> that's what happened to me. Oh, I remember. It was. Uh, I asked him a fairly simple question. It was, what was the name of uh, the guy that uh, John Lithgow played in the Pet Cemetery remake? And then I gave him about 47 multiple choice answers. <laughs> oh, my God. Aggressively. <laughs> quickly. Very, very funny. Very, um, very violent. Very funny. 
I, I also just realized that the name Heike Musterman actually sounds like the name that a, a German dominatrix would have. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Hello, my name is Heike Musterman, and you will behave! It's good. It's good. We want to watch this movie now, I guess. Yeah, let's, let's <laughs> go into this shitstorm. Yes, let's go for it. All right, gang. We'll be right back. After it's not we're done so bad. Oh, it's not that good it's not either. So, it's not so bad. It's not so oh, bad. Boy. It's all the bad. <laughs> all right, gang. We'll be right back after we waterboard Courtney with Premutos, the fallen I'm angel. Scared. <laughs> Jahrhundertelang wurde das Geheimnis einer Schrift gehütet. Das Vermächtnis über Leben und Tod war darin versorgt. Und das Buch über die Auferstehung des Antigottes Prämutos. Service. 
Watch.Troma.com is your home for everything from Boy Kaufman and his band of very fun individuals. Everything from the Toxic Avenger and beyond at your fingertips. Only $4.99 a month, but your first 30 days are free. Did I say free? Yes, they're free. So what are you waiting for? Go to watch.troma.com and sign up. Also available on your Apple and Android devices, on the Roku stick, and also on the Fire Stick. Let's get freaky! and plugged it back in and it was fine this is my life yeah (laughs) i've changed no settings (laughs) wait i maybe it's the curse of premutos did this to me i'm a different person now did you did you guys watch permutos i watched 1999's magnolia was i (laughs) was i watching the wrong movie yeah, that that's that's the movie where uh, Tom Cruise is giving advice about the Poo Nanny Poppers, right? Yeah, in in his leather vest. Yes. You could tell yeah. me anything. I've never seen Magnolia, and I know nothing about it. Now, Magnolia is a movie I will definitely tell you you should watch. <laughs> well, Thomas but, Anderson made a good movie that features a fantastic uh, Amy Mann sequence. Um, yeah. I mean, it, sold. A, and a, whole, and a whole entire sequence where Tom Cruise is teaching an audience how to gain control of the pussy. He's a, uh, yeah, he, he plays a, like a, like a manosphere motivational speaker in the movie. Um, but it also has literally every single person in it. Oh my God, am I in Magnolia? Is that why I never saw it? Yeah. <laughs> We're all in Magnolia. This podcast is in Magnolia right oh now. While they're... That's why I feel so controlled. It is. Oh, there's no control in Magnolia. Yeah. The Mag- whole point of Magnolia is everything is a coincidence. Uh-huh. Magnolia is basically Paul Thomas Anderson directing a David Lynch movie. Yeah. It's the I mean, I already said Magnolia. I was sold. <laughs> Once it's stole, stop selling. Once they say yes, do not continue to sell it. Except for one of the Spider-Man movies, one of the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man movies, it's become a meme now. Speaking, that's in Magnolia. Speaking of, you need to watch. You do. You do need to watch Midsummer. You need to get that. I under want your you. Belt. Yeah, tell him it is nothing. It's nothing like. Uh, call him, Craig. Sorry, it's what? nothing like Hereditary. Also, Craig, it's. Um, I am saying this that it's something that you will you will actually enjoy watching. It's not a. It's not a. It's not. <laughs> there isn't. Um, there are certain scenes that happen in Hereditary I will never, ever watch again, ever in my entire life. And I really? try to scrub them oh from my, my mind. Um, awesome. Midsummer is beautiful, and I want to watch it a million times in a row, just for the vibes. Well, and another, I know here I am plugging another podcast again, uh, but in, one of my favorite podcasters loves it so much that she has made a prequel to it called Presomar. <laughs> Presomar. I, I feel like I can't watch it until I've seen Midsomar. I, I think that's probably true. <laughs> her name is Carrie Poppy and she's amazing. I wish I was her. I wish she was my real mom. I wish I was my mom. I'm auditioning mom. for other podcasts on this podcast. I'll never hear it. They don't listen. <laughs> how dare. Second of all, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> 
They don't listen to anything. They don't listen to any podcast. Their output is outrageous. (laughs) They don't listen to anything. The fact that she made a short film is shocking. It's true. It's true. It's true. I mean, none of the short films that uh, Roy and I have made are, are, you know, um, fit to be shown. Anywhere, or like my so. fake reel that I had to make for college where I did a scene from Kramer versus Kramer. <laughs> Please tell me you did it with puppets. Uh, no, it was me being Meryl Streep and another 19-year-old being... <laughs> nice. This sounds nice. Can, we, can we have it? Oh, I boy, like I don't think it. I still have that thing anymore. <laughs> That's a lie. That is a lie. You do have it. Because I, I know you as a person. It's... It's the scene on the doorstep where, like, he's up there on either side of the house. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he's at the front door and she's on the stoop. <laughs> uh, this is a this is a great admission. I mean, this is what the rest. <laughs> Speaking of not uh, uh, not fit to be seen, do we want to talk about the movie we actually watched? We're so we're trying I so love, hard to avoid. I, 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 I love that the, for the fact that the, for the first five minutes when we got back. We're doing everything we can to avoid the Mutos. <laughs> not talk about it. Here are 30 other movies that are better yeah. than Prime yep. <laughs> Um Now, I will say that I started um, my notes here uh, with infamous note taker Courtney Robertson with writing down the exact premise word for word so that I can check it. Oh, why? That, did, well, well, let me ask this. First of all, the the theatrical cut that Roy and I saw when we first recorded this was mm. already too long. They tacked Ooh. another half hour onto this movie. A yeah. lot. So, so at what point after you wrote that first note, did you realize that it was pointless to write that first note? Well, I will say, so the premise for those of you who have not been tainted uh, is – a young man has visions from a previous <laughs> life in which he was the son of Primutos, the first fallen angel whose goal is to rule the living and the dead. And later on in my notes here, I have a checklist um, and it says young man, check visions. He does have at least one vision. Check son of Primutos. Not really. <laughs> really ever say that. Well, and, and my problem with the whole – so let me let's start from the premise. My problem with the premise of this movie is Primutos doesn't seem to rule over the Anything. living or the dead, really. No. Well, and that gets me to my last point here is Fallen Angel. It literally says that nowhere in this film. No, no. <laughs> I was listening for it. I was waiting Again. for it. Again, keep in mind, Courtney, when, when we watch this movie, right, I'm pretty sure – and Roy, back me up on this – there was none of this fallen angel talk when we watched. No, the this whole, the whole <laughs> that, like, out, huh? that giant animated opening that that like the Watchmen animated opening. <laughs> oh, wait, the I do have a question about yes. the animated part. Is that that was not in the that was not in no. the theatrical cut that we saw, and Did also all make... the fucking flashbacks that he was having. To every the different vision? time periods, every vision. Yeah. None of that was in the theatrical cut, what which was why we were so fucking. That's why we were so fucking lost when we were watching the movie, because none of that was there. And now that they've got this backstory, I'm like, OK, well, that explains this. I still don't know what the fuck is going yeah. on. 
Well, <laughs> and you just saw him get kicked in the nards, and then elsewhere carnage yes. would happen, and that's it. And, but here's they the dug best. up a bunch. He got kicked in the nards. He went and had surgery apparently without anesthetics. And then at home, I have notes about that too. <laughs> he digs. You know, this box is on the table. He opens it, and the Necronomicon is in it, and so is a little vial of dust. We don't know what that is. He sprinkles it on his dick, and he catches on fire. Like that's all Roy and I saw. What like, in the world? Like, <laughs> what I saw was truly baffling, but what y'all saw, I don't even know. Well, go back and listen to it. You'll hear it. Like, we had no yeah, idea. Wasn't, yeah, yeah. Like, I literally don't know what this movie is about. Okay, so well, do know first this, question. Do, do know this, Courtney, yes. that when we recorded and watched this film for the very first time, this was right after Andrew had his delicate surgery. Yes. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. So he, so he had like PTSD flashbacks. I still do when I'm watching that scene. By the way, <laughs> when that scene comes up, I still have it. So before we get into the notes on the director's cut, oh, yes. I just want to, I just want to make this observation about the director's cut as a whole. From the time at which this movie initially was released, which was when, Roy? Do you know the? Ninety-seven. Nineteen ninety-seven. To 2020, let's call it 22, right? Because they had to actually put it together and get it distributed. That period of time, in between then, the director of this film sat up one night in bed and said, I'm not done. (laughs) I'm not done. (laughs) I hired an animator. There was, you know, he hired a flash artist. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. He, he He dug up his original footage. And went and recut this thing. I don't know if there are any, you know, any additional shots that were made to make this thing what it was that we watched. But who asked for it? It's not like there was a crying out for a, a director's cut of this movie that I still to this day, besides up to the point at which we watched this movie. There were two people that I know that watched this movie, Roy and I, and now there's three. That's mm-hmm. it. Oh, no. I could not convince my friends that I talked into watching Aline with me uh, into Good. watching this. I, I even had us. a friend who's who's really into horror movies, and I was like, we could watch it. And he was like, German horror? That sounds kind of fun. And I kind of chuckled. And they went, no. The other two friends were like, no, hard no. No. <laughs> I'm just like, who who asked for the director's cut besides I love a Sisyphean, Huberian experiment. Uh, this movie... It's so the much hubris. like, yeah, this, it's so much like room. It's so, so much like the room for me in the sense that we'll sit here and talk about it probably for an hour after, you know, but I think it deserves, and I wanted to pitch this at some point, probably not this year, but it deserves a full riff because no matter what, I would, we like we riff it? Yeah. I would honestly can, like that. Can we, I think we though? can with the director's cut. I think we can with the director's cut. I mean, now. yeah. I mean, we've got we can make all the jokes about the the wispy, wafy woman who looked like you know that she's missing ten thousand maniacs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you mean Lisa Loeb? Yeah, yeah. The the Lisa Loeb, Natalie Merchant, Natalie Umbrula girl. Hush, hush. Yeah. Voices carry. Hey, over I there. will not have the name of Natalie Umbrula smirched <laughs> in my. I don't know. I'm torn on the idea of whether we could do it or not. Um, How dare. Because, you know, when, when when she arrived at the party, she wanted everyone to know that tonight is the night that belongs to lovers. Well, and she also, uh, uh, listen, 
the fact that Bonnie Tyler hasn't issued a cease and desist against this movie yet is amazing. To me. Okay, there were Love three Brad points is- in that video where somebody did turn around bright eyes, and I didn't want them to. I did not want them to either. So, so first question about this film, as I'm really trying mm-hmm. to dig my claws in here and really be. Well, I want a commitment first. Next okay. year, can we rip this thing? I don't know. Oh, Hundo, barring a <laughs> horrible bus accident. I think we could do it, Roy. You accept the challenge, man. Oh, do you really want to watch this movie again for if the we, third if time? If the three of us, if we are riffing it together, I do. I 100% do. Oh, God, I got to purposely watch this shit again. Okay, fine, fine, fine. (laughs) Six anniversary, we do a live riff of Premutos. So we'll just, well, I mean, since that's if Tubi still has it, but then again, it's Tubi. They have the fucking (laughs) Amityville Emmanuel movie that we're watching next month. There's a movie right now called Dangerous Dilf on there. All right. Yes. They're going to have Permutas. It has Titanic 666 on there, yeah. which, God damn you for making me watch and actually enjoying Titanic I think, 666. I think Courtney should watch Titanic 666. I think she would enjoy it. Courtney, I actually like this goddamn shitty <laughs> film. I love it when this is what I get to do to Roy, by the way, is be like, this has happened like three times over the past, like, well, more than five years, but we'll call it five years, that I would be like, dude, you got to watch this movie. 90% of them, he just doesn't like. <laughs> and then, and then, the one, and then that and, one comes up, like, here comes Bad Ben, and yep. and, and here comes Twice Dead. <laughs> yeah, and then he's like, son of a... And I get this text, it's like, fuck it, man, I like it. Well, Shit. that love crap one that you, that you had me watch about... Um, the comedy the last, one? The, the yeah. last love crap. I was like, I don't want to like this movie. And then I'm yeah. like... God damn it! Why wasn't there a sequel to this? You yeah, know, it's so much fun. There, it, okay. there really, there's really just a palpable anger about the entire vibe of this episode. That's really, really different, and I really <laughs> do believe that this is because of this film, Premutos: Colon the Fallen Angel. Or well, what is the other? There's two subtitles to this movie that are not related. Is it Lord of Darkness? Lord of the Dead? Who knows? <laughs> I think it's Lord of the Dead. Pre-Mutos, why not Zoidberg? Yes, exactly. Um, my first it, big this, question. It's just Roy singing his uh, his free jingle for Coke Zero. Ultimate. Oh, man. Pre-Mutos, so, Coca-Cola Zero Sugar Ultimate Edition. See, you're already riffing it, Roy. You're already there. All right, 15 minutes in, I have a question about the animated sequence in the first two minutes of the movie. This is the movie. This is what we do. Yeah, I have a question, too, so you first. So, did he make Egypt with zombies? Yeah. I'm guessing so, yeah. I mean, because that was news. Because it seems to tell me he made Egypt, Premutos made Egypt with zombies. Yeah, so who made the pyramids? Fucking zombies. I'm George Romero would be happy. I have some ancient aliens questions for you, but that's for later. I bet you know all of them. (laughs) Well, I mean, if you consider Bermudos a Nephilim, then maybe (laughs) we can fold it all together (laughs) under the same umbrella. My question about the entrance was, um, from the way I understand history, Genghis Khan was known for two things. Right? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. 
taken over a large swath of uh, Indo European huge tracts of land land and and straight fucking. Yeah. Was Bermuda straight fucking? No. See, that's my thing is that means we're all related to Bermudas. <laughs> Are we all one percent Bermuda? Yeah, we're all one percent. But you know I what they shirts. forgot? You know what I they forgot shirts. about? You know what they forgot about when they were talking about uh, Genghis Khan though was the fact that he also was responsible for inventing a very tasty way to prepare meats and vegetables. <laughs> you mean the grill and it's kind of similar to a stir fry? <laughs> yes. I mean, it's just like. I mean, there's a reason why there's a restaurant chain named after him. I mean, <laughs> he did that. He made that. Permutos Grill. <laughs> no, I it, doesn't have, your bowl. It, it doesn't have the same tune as Genghis Grill, so we'll just call it that. We won't call well, it Permutos Grill. At Permutos Grill, what they do is they put it all in a big bowl, and they put it over really, really high heat, and then they just throw a bunch of squibs on it and explode them. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> they um no yeah absolutely like um <laughs> and then they have pipes yeah. shoved through your chest to feed it to you oh my god the the random and keep in mind okay so imagine those cutscenes out of this movie right I, imagine that scene when he's on the couch you can go back right. and listen to how confused we were when just a pipe shoots out of him, barbed wire started wrapping around him. I for was no confused reason. with the context. Sure. With context, I was confused. Sure. So it was even more confusing without context. I was like, yeah. that's oh, why I oh. said, okay, we have context. We know what's going on. I still don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. No, they got me. They got me two different times when I was trying to piece together this movie. One time I texted y'all, I was very upset. We'll get to that later. Uh, <laughs> I remember that, yes. <laughs> How many, wait, one time you texted us very upset? You oh, just started just, sending I, us pictures of your I notes. I love the fact you're sending pictures of your notes to us. <laughs> I and, did. And, and one of them said, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> yes. <laughs> So the verse is from that that first sequence, which I have many questions about. The first of which is, why did they have giant splatter credits over the opening <laughs> action so we couldn't see it? <laughs> that again was all new. That was all new. Yeah. There, I don't think there were credits in the one we watched. No, there wasn't. All the credits uh, were saved for the end of the film. And the, and the credit sequence that we got at the end of the film was not the same credit sequence. Because no. the credit sequence we what? got at the end of the film, you could tell was done on some old you know, Windows 95 program. Oh, yeah. my God. They did it on Final Cut 4? Yeah, Pretty they, much. Did, they did it. They actually used like a video toaster machine to do it. <laughs> But okay, in so that continue, sequence, please. in that sequence, they said this phrase a couple of different times. So I wrote it down. So I was like, oh, this is going to be like a thing. And I can be like, haha, I noticed this earlier. They never, never brought it up again. Uh, Lucius Primoria 756. They kept saying that in that first sequence. <laughs> and I wrote it down because I was like, oh, they keep saying this is going to be something like somebody's going to have to like. I don't know. It's going to be the put it in a safe uh, or something. Nick two of this movie. Exactly. Uh, so, but no, so, they did not ever say it again after that first sequence. So Courtney, just to give you an idea of where the theatrical cut begins. Is it at the mannequin having his head chopped off just out of nowhere? <laughs> Cause no, it, imagined. it begins when the villagers are going into that house and we see that corpse with what? crossed eyes. The, yeah, the, the crossed eyes corpse. Yeah, I will say they the villagers. Gore Hut. We, I call it Gore Hut in my notes. 
the villagers uh, really did look like they um they they just hit the JC Penny outlet and then threw a fur vest over it for a lot of the costume. The, 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 the cross-eyed corpse. I mean, when they cut to him, he's just so like. Good. It's like, actually really funny. I really kind of liked that part. It's kind of funny part of the whole movie. Uh, it's almost like he died after he got kicked in the nuts and then was immediately was, set on fire. Well, it made me laugh because the guy's holding up the picture and he's like, "This is my father." <laughs> and then he goes to that. This is my father, and then they cut to him. He's like, "Da," you know. And and those of you listening. However cartoony you think this face is, go harder 90s Nickelodeon with it. Yeah, for sure. It's like it is a shot of Dag from the Angry Beavers down. It, it, it is a still from Ren and Stimpy is what it is. <laughs> it's so goofy. But uh, I think it was really cool that they got so many stars for this. Like they got the, the Guinness World Record for the fattest rat going into the gore hut. I thought sure. that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> another one of my notes my questions kind of more of a statement than a question but how is it both way 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 too gory and also <laughs> not gory at all <laughs> it's both the pornographic I, level of the gore in this movie is just and, and, like, and, and there was more in this cut because yeah, of all the definitely flashback more. sequences that we got. There was more gore. Yeah. The, the idea that anyone would expect you to get any sort of plot without any flashbacks is baffling. Because I got minimal plot, and I was looking at it whole hog. Um, but like, but, And I, I was like, oh, like, well, this makes at least more sense? Question right. mark? I, yet it doesn't. And yet, um, oh, also, uh, y'all didn't tell me uh, that Primutos hangs brain in this movie. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wasn't really prepared, but, like, you know. <laughs> I do. Um, I, I don't want to skip to. Uh, let's just. I'll just wait till the end. I'll just wait because it is in the last. Oh, we're going to get there. Because it's the last. Remember, I finished my first page of notes when I believe we were five minutes into the movie. <laughs> I did hear the. Uh, the uh, CMYCK uh, a lot, <laughs> the song in this. <laughs> I did hear. <laughs> um, also, uh, I thought it was a uh, really sweet that that guy was cooking for his wife, but it was really sad. He was missing all those pages to the art of French cooking. Uh, <laughs> so he couldn't finish his soup for her. <laughs> <laughs> The I so by the way I had written you guys early yesterday uh, when I was watching the movie. I can't believe you did this pre noon. I can't believe it. Well, yeah, I, yeah. yesterday balls, when sir. I was watching that took it, so much balls. I it I um I had said this is just German Seinfeld, and I started building a world <laughs> out of the characters <laughs> around. Yeah, I started building. We were in my version of it. We were following Kramer. Kramer was the born again Bermudos. Um, oh, okay. Mainly because that's how he would just walk into a room. Also, he gets hit in the nuts a lot. He kind of bounces yes. in the scene a great many times. Um, we don't even know this guy yet. <laughs> yeah, uh, Amy Mann was uh, was Elaine. I don't know her name. I'm just going to continue to Thompson twin. She don't was know. Elaine. Um, you know, and I had built this whole thing, and then when I started watching it at eight. 30 or 9 in the morning today, <laughs> which is 
Yeah, that's that's insane. You um, yourself. Yeah. It oh, was, I did like one of the scenes in this uh, in this World War Two part of the story, which barely had a Chiron, and I really would have missed it if I hadn't been like just zoned in watching really hard. Uh, the gunfire in there where they're trying to shoot him and and the lady that exploded because she didn't get resurrected quite right the soup was bad um the gunfire was very rocky horror picture show it was like rocky (laughs) janet (laughs) by the way i just want to let everybody know that what we're i know we're talking about a lot here this this is is just the first 10 this is the first 10 minutes of the movie and this movie is almost two hours long but I, I course corrected from Seinfeld. It's now always oh, yeah. sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. And we're, following, we're following Mac. Oh, okay. Mac. Yeah, this is definitely a Mac story. Our our hero of the story is Charlie. Um, as we get into the the hero arc so, of a particular character. So the uh, dad who gets the Conan sword is Danny DeVito. Yes, one hundred percent Danny yes. DeVito. Uh, D is obviously we know who D is. Um, and um, and the Barthing um, Man, which we'll get to later. <laughs> which means Mac and D have to have sex at some point, which I'm not comfortable with. It, well, you know, at least in my mean, head canon, but I mean, they are married in real life, so <laughs> <laughs> wait, did you do research on this? No, oh, I mean. Oh, I you mean, mean in the in I real mean, real Olsen life? And Rob I, I live in Bermudos now. I, oh no, <laughs> there is no Andy, only Bermudos. That's right. That's right. Yeah, he, so, he, yeah I'm he, working he, on he this lives, theory now. He lives with the shrew of a woman, basically, and he's the <laughs> husband that's being put down, and by the shrew <laughs> no, of I'm, a wife. I'm the I'm the rabid uh, firearm fanatic that lives in Germany, apparently. <laughs> apparently. I'd have a lot of questions about that guy. But first, can we talk about how they jump to present day with no Chiron at all? Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, because that's not, what they, they do. Just, they were like, and here's this kid walking down the sidewalk, and he looks pretty 80s but the budget's real low on this, so you're not sure if he's just 80s because You know what Germany? I do before and I walk intro- into it? Our introduction to this guy is him on his bike, and he sees a girl, and then he lands face first in a fucking puddle. This is why I started to develop my Kramer uh, <laughs> postulation. No, but you know what I do before I go into the dentist? I just clean my teeth with my shirt before I go in. Yeah, that's, yeah that's you, you find the nearest building window, and you just take your finger under your shirt and just kind of squeak, 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 squeak. Yeah, that's all it needs. Well, that's they're not going to dumb does. you. They're not going to numb you anyway. No, I mean, uh, well, according to Dad, you're not a man unless you get dental work with no anesthesia. So. <laughs> by, the, by, by the way, I love that the dent, that the uh, dental hygienist that was helping the dentist was one of the Cocteau twins. <laughs> this movie so, features a fair amount of Cocteau twins. There's a lot of that. Um, shocking thing about the dental hygienist, I really thought this was going to be plot heavy in that dental scene. Because she spends a solid 30 seconds turned away from the camera, digging in a drawer we can't see. Mm-hmm. And then she just comes mm-hmm. out with like a dental tool that is not important. I should yeah. say for the audience, it is not important that this character got dental work at all. No. <laughs> but again, it's not that slapstick. They just needed to make it slapsticky. And I don't think the dental work ever comes up again. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Besides, no, doesn't it give him his first flashback? Yeah, it gives him, like, the tiniest flashback, but we don't even know who he is, and we don't really know what Pramutos is. No. 
And so he just has like a weird dream. And I was like, oh, it's because he's on whatever laughing gas or whatever. But then dad is like, you didn't take any drugs, did you? And he's like, no, I didn't. I'm like, well, not that then. I don't know. How old is this kid, by the way? 37. <laughs> that man is 37 years old. <laughs> because they really play it like he's like, 16 yeah, but he is not 16 like no. sir it's like stalker channing playing a teenager in, in yes Greece, where you Who can really tell she's 34 years old at the time stalker channing was literally 34 years old yes that's what i'm saying this man this man was treated this this was scripted and 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 written for a child that plays I soccer guess. and rides his bike and um, but also cut to um, two full minutes of stock video of farming. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. They know they're this on. Is not, this is, is not a jump in the timeline, again, for listeners who really need this marker. This literally, he went and then there was farming, and I don't know why. <laughs> it's to establish that something that they'll never use again, which is that they're that they're um, that they're uh, you know agriculture family. They'll never use that again. They You'll never, never talk hear about our agriculture in any oh. way, shape, or form. In fact, they don't talk about a lot of anything. There's a shocking lack of dialogue entirely in this film. Mm-hmm. Huge swaths of time where just no one's talking to each other. Um, wow, I just. <laughs> Uh, and also this kid's dad i don't even know his name i don't remember his name at all i wrote it down i thought but i guess it didn't um but uh his dad is so excited to find hitler's diaries oh very much he was very much so he was was like oh my god this is gonna be hitler's diaries like what are you talking about man he was more excited about hitler's diary than he was about that conan sword yeah yeah and, and yeah and my question is like how did he find this like, like <laughs> you know how sometimes you just go out to your backyard and dig a hole and just start digging because mm-hmm. <laughs> you feel like you need to well it's like those kids, it's, digging? It's, it's, well it's like those kids in recess where you know all they did was dig they weren't just they were, digging. that's that's what he was he's he just digs that's his thing that's his thing he always loved it um he just, he just keeps on digging Yes. I mean, he, it worked for him, right? He uh, found he found Angel Dust and he did. Uh, some kind of Necronomicon and, book that just honestly, says Bermuda saw it. Honestly, maybe Hitler's diaries. He might have been Hitler at some point. He was everybody else, <laughs> um, right? But this guy, I mean, we shouldn't we shouldn't be talking shit about his holes. He's he's known in his entire town for digging holes they made he's the one who made the special mud pit in the soccer field for and this is where i thought i was going to write down the character's name i just found this in my notes i put dot 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 the guy the guy <laughs> they the did guy. Not say his name <laughs> i don't know that we we don't get very many names in this movie and no we don't i know some of them but there's a walter I think that's dad's name. I think dad's name is Walter. Okay. There's Fruit Hat. Oh, Fruit Hat. <laughs> Can't. I don't remember her name. Artemis. 
that's her name. But that's just from my Always Sunny in Philadelphia, Montana. <laughs> She's the Artemis. She really is the Artemis. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, also, I wrote a note about a letter. Do y'all remember a letter here a day or so after having seen the movie? Because I don't remember this letter at all. What, what are your ending. notes on the letter? My note says I'm going to start ending all of my written correspondence with, quote, bullshit, see you soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was that letter uh, that um, that uh, the... Um, I remember there being the, a letter, but I don't remember any of the rest of the content of the letter. <laughs> well, it was like, it was like the, the was it, it was the Wafy girl got the letter. And... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Lisa yeah. Lowe got it. Lisa yes. Lowe got it from, from the guy's dad, I think. Yeah. Janine Garofalo was busy reading the letter, basically. Yeah. Um, also, here's a question about Premutos and his son. Um, why wasn't he Premutos? <laughs> Wouldn't it be a better movie if it was about him becoming Premutos? Instead of his son? Yeah. Instead of his son? <laughs> that nothing ever happened to? Well, it would have been a better movie if... Because of his I mean, predilection for violence. You, you if, could end that sentence in like a thousand ways. It would have been a better movie if. Full stop. Anything you say next is accurate. Um, because of his predilection for violence, if the dad found out that the son was turning into Permutos and got really mad about it. <laughs> yes. A soldier needs to learn how to deal with pain. <laughs> <laughs> like was was upset that he wasn't. Yes, Becoming. mad that he wasn't doing it. Um, yeah. By the way, a soldier needs to learn how to deal with pain. I finally wrote it down because he said it like six times. <laughs> they wanted to make sure that you know. Yes. I, do you think they did? I'm going to try to make sense of. Oh, boy. The, we'll get yeah. there with my part. This is my fall is later, but we'll, we'll let's do yeah. yours first. Do you, think, do you think that they made him bumbling in the way that he was to to put it in stark disposition to the way Permutos was supposed to be. I know it's not how he ended up being in the movie, but like, you know what I mean? Like he was supposed to be this warmongering, like, you know, Lord of the Dead. Yeah. Like King. I, I love where you're going and that would make a good movie, but I feel like (laughs) what happened in this movie is it's like every time they got to a place in the script where they could put some gore in, they got so into how to do the gore that they sort of forgot they were making a movie. And it just kind of went in this weird, let's do more gore. Sure, sure. Uh, <laughs> and then Wait, which makes like, perfect Look. sense because the director went on to become a special effects person. I mean, I mean he, oh, all, he went, all, no, actually, fuck this. <laughs> yeah, all, yeah, Olaf Hittenbach, I mean, he's directed movies and stuff, but... I, this is the man who did the special effects for Blood Rain, if that tells you anything. Oh, was he? Yes. Oh, he's the anti-Phil Tippett. Yes. Phil yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tippett worked tirelessly for 45 years to get Mad God made, moving claymation inch by, saw, by, by sad inch for 45 years just in his spare time till it made him go insane and this man went well that went as bad as it possibly could i'm i'm out i'm out um oh i forgot i made two different flow charts also for this oh, movie did you? <laughs> Jesus. 
Oh my God, you you did you Joe Bob Briggs it with the charts. I did. So I did like what most films look like. You have your beginning, and in the <laughs> beginning is the establishment of the conflict, right? And then you have the middle, and in between the middle and the ending or the denouement, if you will, if you're fancy, you get the climax, and it goes into the oh. denouement. And then you expected so, some Joseph Campbell shit out of this movie. We didn't sell it well enough to you. Apparently. Well, we didn't. this movie, what I have here, and I'll, I'll turn on my camera to help you, but I'm oh, also no. going to explain it. Um, so we have the the beginning here, but then it's... <laughs> oh my climax, gosh, you wrote fucking yeah. climax, 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 <laughs> and then way toward the end of the page here is his middle, and you can see I'm still writing climax plus, 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 and then it just sort of keeps going. Well, Courtney, the um, problem with your graph, and it's not a problem right here, man. It's not a problem with your graph. Let me make this clear. It's a problem it's a with problem. the movie. <laughs> is the expectation of graphs. Is that in the version that Roy and I saw, for given value of beginning, middle, and end, it had that. In this one, there is about really- 20 minutes of the climax of the movie that they put into this. Yes. It was not there. <laughs> Okay, I cannot yeah. wait to get to the tank scene, but first we've got to talk about the car wreck that involves only people we've never seen before. <laughs> but what I'm saying is you're, you're you, I don't want to talk about the tank scene yet, but what I'm saying is your graph is correct. They just <laughs> in the director's cut added 20 more minutes of climax to yeah. a two hour movie. <laughs> Yeah, they, they just kept went, throwing gonna... climaxes in and I'm like, I don't even know what this movie's about yet. <laughs> I mean, no. even even the take sequence went longer, which oh, I didn't think was possible. I was just like, they extended the fucking tank sequence. Okay, okay. so this dude gets kicked in the nards really really hard at a soccer game. Mm-hmm. Yep. And Careful has to have nard about. surgery. I'm just, I'm just I'm just saying, let's just be easy. I'm still I'm still traumatized. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But he's have he has his nard surgery. It goes well, and Does his it? mom. Well, I don't know because he, there's no fucking Anastasia. He's laying there at the table like, ah, ah, ah. Also, yeah, the also doctor, the is, doctor like, is questionable. Yeah, the doctor's just like, oh, well, this let me is explain what I've ever seen. I don't care if you're in Germany in 1995 or in America in 2021. You're not sitting in a office oh. chair. With a doctor okay. under your robe working on your testicles. He wasn't in an office. He was in an OBGYN yeah, chair. That's true. Yeah, he was in some smear. stirrups. He that's got true. a pap smear. Um, and, and so he's hobbling home from his surgery and his mom is doting on him and his dad is yelling at him for feeling pain, I think. Yeah, he was um, yelling at him because his manhood almost got chopped off. And somehow that's his fault, and I'm unclear on how that's his fault. Yeah, it's his fault because he didn't protect himself or some bullshit. How dare you play soccer? (laughs) That is the most important part of a soldier. He actually fucking says that. (laughs) Verbatim a line in the film. But then a horrible car wreck happens immediately across the street, and no one cares. No reason. They literally don't care at all. For no reason, no one cares. And I'm like, so is this a, a typical fucking day in, like, rural Germany? Yes. You know? 
I think that's what it is. I think this film is a cautionary tale for the pitfalls of just like existing as a German teen. This <laughs> is what it is for all of them. If you come visit Germany, do not go into the rural towns, and here's why. <laughs> Don't do anything. <laughs> yeah. First of all, Permutos could exist, but that's not the scariest thing that could happen. It's literally not. So many you, horrible things happen to this kid completely separate from Permutos. Also, you could be black in Germany, which apparently that's you ooh, don't want that. Oh, God. Speaking of, my next note just says grapes hat. Uh, <laughs> well, let's. And then be, there's an arrow. Fair. Yeah. To be clear, there's an arrow that says, oh, it's actually a whole produce aisle. Yeah. <laughs> there are full ass whole whole ass fruit on this hat, too. Grapes, a whole cherry. Um at least yeah, a slice so, of lemon. Sorry, that's really confusing to the audience because I would never want them to watch this movie. So there I is a birthday party. It's dad's birthday and there's people coming over and one of the ladies is wearing a hat full of fruit. And I still don't remember her name, city. but I call her fruit hat. Oh, she's uh, definitely from the she, city because they have a pink Cadillac. She's a yes. shrew. She's such a fucking shrew. She's like she one got, of the, she is the character where you're sitting there and you're like, oh, I hope she dies. Yes, yeah, she got that Mary Kay Cadillac. She sold enough of the makeup. She got the car. I wanted uh, everybody she to is die. here and she is ready to drink wine and say racist shit. But before that, uh, it's time for Jesus to be crucified, just like every other German horror movie. Uh, <laughs> With a naked lady. And there is a naked lady. <laughs> for some reason. I, by the way, just so you know, when Jesus gets when Jesus comes back. And I asked, I asked Roy this. But oh, Jesus I love this. Back, I love this. Do you this. think it's historically accurate for him to say see ya to his apostles? Yeah, see ya. Uh, speaking see ya. of, this is this is the scene when they have the Last Supper. We do the crucifixion and then we go to the Last Supper, which is baffling. Um, but which one of the apostles was there absolutely housing a giant soft pretzel at the Last Supper? <laughs> <laughs> because one of them was just like... You realize that absolutely took place at craft services right like 100 percent. and that guy was like i haven't eaten all day i'm like, starved we are legally obligated to take a break right now i guess you can keep shooting i'm just gonna sit here and eat this we're gonna say pretzel. this is the last supper and you're i don't know paul uh, <laughs> yeah shoot around me shoot around me it's fine uh, and my next note just says, happy birthday. It's a single loose hand grenade. <laughs> in a box. Because they box. make them in boxes that you can just buy off the shelf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love oh, these. thank you. I box. love this. Thank you so much. Ah. He went to Jared. <laughs> everything, by the way, everything having to do with the dad, nothing else in the entire movie. Okay. Let nope. me make this clear. Nothing else in the two hours of this movie is um is 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 foreshadowing at all but no. everything that happens to dad is foreshadowing mm-hmm. everything is Chekhov's something yes he's the only thing in the movie with any semblance of plot and that's why i thought i figured this movie out we'll talk about that when we get to it uh, because right now we have to talk about the racism out of nowhere. Well, can we just oh. talk like, yeah, the racism is important, but can we set the scene of the party yeah, where the yeah, racism yeah, 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 yeah. happens? 
everyone's having a lovely time. It looks like any time you've ever been hanging out at your house with friends and there's like some food on a coffee table and you're just like sitting there and you're shooting the shit. You know what? I think this was the sequence that um, when the B-52s recorded the Deadbeat Club, <laughs> I think this was the scene that they were talking about in that I song. Did. It's like every party you've ever been to where you have you know food on a coffee table with your friends and everybody is dressed in a very stereotypical way to a particular subset or yes. section of society. Got and you cannot be further people. apart than three feet at any given time. Any you have time. to be literally breathing the air that somebody else exhales. Um, Super regular. Yeah. Uh, and it's got all the kinds of people. It's got dad. It's got mom. It's got fruit hat. It's got black guy. It's got Lisa Loeb. The it five does. kinds of people that are there at every party. By the way, could I just in, 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 intervene here and say that the mother in this film was basically the German equivalent of Robin Quivers. <laughs> Where she'll just sit there and laugh at everything and uh-huh. laugh everything off. I was just she like, sure did. I was just like, I'm just like, where the fuck is Baba Booey? I mean, come on. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I do not want to say what Fruit Hat said to this poor black man. Oh God, I mean, she... it was real bad. It did not involve the N word, but it might as well have. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There was I mean, talk of the kind of place where indigenous people in Africa live and <laughs> some assumptions about that. And it was, it was real bad. And keep in mind, this man in the parlance of the movie is three feet away from this woman. Yes. From me to my microphone right now. And she just turns and says that apropos of nothing in the middle of hitting on him. But yeah. also, he's <laughs> definitely dressed like tubs from miami vice a little bit as a choice by the casting director it's a combination of tubs from miami vice and the man from mars from the video rapture by blondie that's also good i went in a very musical direction myself he looked like uh mc scat cat going on a nice date (laughs) yeah but also (laughs) it was very so it was very stereotypical in a racist way without being stereotypical. Somehow they nailed being stereotypical without any kind of reference of what the stereotype is. I was actually beginning to ask myself whether or not that the script writer for Premutos was from South Africa with the way that he wrote the black character in this film. That's a good point, Roy. It was definitely like an Africanus reflection. Yes. Yeah, it was definitely felt apart tidy. Yeah, yeah. Die, die Antwood approach of <laughs> South Africa, Shit. you know. Shit. Okay. But like, it felt a little chappy. That's yeah. all I'm it was a little chappy, a little chappy. Um, Hashtag chappy movie. <laughs> yeah. Boy, boy, another thing about this movie that's a really fun through line is just like, it's a study in cheek injuries. <laughs> There's like so many cheek injuries in this movie. Like they more had a, than 20 people are severely harmed in their face cheek. He had a cheek appliance and he was going to get his money's worth it, out of it. Cheek injuries, pipes in the torso. That's what this movie is. <laughs> he figured out how to do pipes in the torso. It was like, this is the thing now. 
This he is really what the ran movie with it. Is. He did. Yeah, he um, did. Whew, man. Um, I'm just saying, thank God they've got single-payer health care out there. <laughs> this poor kid. This poor kid. This kid talk- and all of his friends. But also, like, that surgery must have been amazing. He's in denim four hours after penis surgery. Oh, I, and that'll, please allow me to elaborate on this. Mm-hmm. Um, By all means, I will never tell you not to elaborate on penis surgery. So let's be clear about this first. <laughs> it was ball surgery. I want to be clear about that. I thought it was both. I thought he had both because his mom he might. first of the movie. He might, which which only makes it less believable, right? Because I had ball surgery, and I wasn't in denim for like a month. No, no, no. I was I in sweatpants. No, I did not put denim on for months. No, you do not do that. <laughs> that is not something that happens. No. Oh, also, you know, you know what I, I didn't do. Out. You know what the problem might have been. Hmm. I didn't take like like Bermuda's dust and sprinkle it on my dick because my dad handed it to me out of a box he dug oh. up in the backyard. Mm-hmm. You didn't get that that German yellow splork. <laughs> and then, well, and then immediately the throw it out some... the window and a homeless guy's head explodes. I didn't get yeah. that. Yeah, because yeah. the homeless guy I was forgot like, about the homeless guy. Ooh, is this eggnog? Boom. I just slapped my husband's dress shirts because I'm in my closet. <laughs> I just slapped my husband. That's the most Texas thing I've ever heard. Good thing because it's the nearest thing to me and I had to strike something. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think he had both penis and ball surgery because at the first of the movie, I know we're going backwards and I've been trying not to go backwards because God will be here for the rest of our lives if we go backward. Um, but well, she, we already mom, know this is going to be a double length episode anyway. So. <laughs> well, you know, mom gets the phone call and she's like, yes, yes. Thank you for letting us know that. Yes. Thank you. And then she leans out to scream at her husband. Well, and she's let like, the whole world know. Yeah. Walter. Walter. It's a penis. <laughs> it's like the Aiko East commercial. She's just like throws open the doors and she's like his dick yes <laughs> and then he gets mad we already talked about it's the most important part of a soldier blah, 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 blah. um but, yeah and here's my here's we're at the i guess we're at the halfway point because this is my note that just says what in the hell is happening <laughs> is this when he's transforming um i'm not even sure we're quite there yet i think we're I think we're right at vomit. <laughs> okay. I think he I think he just got the stuff. He opened the box with the book and the stuff in it, and the stuff somehow knocked over toward him and onto his junk. Mm-hmm. I think that's where we're at here. Um, oh my god. Yes, yes, yes. Here we go. Yes, I'm looking. I'm I'm seeing I'm seeing cues in my completely scribbled notes at this point because I'm just like. <laughs> gone into a fugue state uh that uh that this is the moment where uh our friend who has been dealt many macro aggressions at this point starts to barf and he throws up on fruit hat and she's like this dress is priceless 
Oh, you mean that dress she got at Ross? Yes. The dress um, that you can find in literally every single theater storage in the United States of America? You could buy this dress at every fucking dress barn I, out there. I mean, <laughs> this dress is priceless. Oh, my it's God. Priceless <laughs> dress, my polyester. <laughs> And yeah, then they go to the I, bathroom to clean it out, and there's an H&M poster on the wall of an adult. Yeah, the H&M poster came out of nowhere. I was just like, wow, okay, nice little plug for H&M there. I, I heard none lines in the bathroom. All I could do is stare at the H&M poster and go, what <laughs> the hell? Why is there an H&M poster? Why is it here? Is oh, that make the someone? Play. It's the make the place classy is what it is. <laughs> it really classes up the joint. It's like whenever you went to the Prada store and you got the cheapest thing at the Prada store so you could get the bag that says exactly. Prada and you yeah. pin it on your dorm room wall. Uh, <laughs> I bought something from Prada. What did you buy? Socks. <laughs> a keychain. It was broken, so it was a dollar. <laughs> Um, have, ooh, H&M. That's high quality clothing. Yes. And, man, maybe that's I really want to talk about the baseball. priest next, too. <laughs> I just... Why was it there? <laughs> why did we go to a different place? Why was anything in this movie? I mean... But, even in the scheme of the baffling things that are happening, at least those weird people were in that kid's house for a reason. And then they just cut to a priest we've never met before doing wildly inappropriate things that I'll we can get into a little later. Uh, <laughs> in a way that doesn't make scientific sense to me uh, in the way that it was filmed. And then we just sort of leave his point of view forever. Mm -hmm. I don't... Um, for the audience, the priest is looking at pornography. It's adults. I mean, at least you got well, that. Well, that, that's, that's German priest for you. I mean, yeah. I mean, they're always going to look at pornography. But what does that have to do with this child or his dad or his dad's birthday or premuto? Well, they probably Not felt we needed a we, They probably felt we needed a break, so I they guess. decided to go to another well, subject. And they they left nothing to the imagination. They made sure we knew exactly what was in the magazine that person was looking at. Oh yeah, we we they saw left it, all. it for a very long time, and I was like, wow, okay. Um, I mean, I guess, dude, have fun. Um, he. <clears throat> Was he on, like, a rig? Okay, so I'm going to take you on a journey here. Okay. In, in Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> in Breaking Bad, where you see Aaron Paul do heroin for the first time, they put him on, like, a forklift rig, and they, like, mm -hmm. show him floating. Mm-hmm. Were they doing that, but just, like, real fast <laughs> with the pre- <laughs> Because there was a lot more movement than is physically possible. It was like there was an earthquake. Well, they probably just sped the film up or something. It was very strange. It made me um made me deeply uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> which I well, guess we could 
just shorten this to like a one minute podcast and it's like, hey, Courtney, what would you think about the film? And I would just say it made me deeply uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) We had we had a porno priest who suddenly like zoomed. He did. And I don't know why. Uh, And then cut to a woman who can't cook. Just yes. for her to die? <laughs> yes. Well, she because she can't good cook. with the zombies, though. I was like, oh, I was like, oh, okay, cool. We got Final Girl. That's fun. It's weird that we're introducing Final Girl an hour and a half into this movie. But <laughs> whatever. I'm into it. And she kicks ass and then just dies immediately. Yeah. She's literally <laughs> in the movie for about three and a half minutes. <laughs> that was a weird thing. I re- like. I was like, oh, oh. Okay, like she she gave Final Girl vibes too. She did. She was cool. She was wearing those mm-hmm. bike shorts. Yeah, she was. She, she really felt the that gun handling. In it this was movie. cool. I it mean, was a, it, it was, but it was also kind of all over the place. Like nobody looked like they knew what they were doing or well, were comfortable doing it. Is it is it the fact that it was apropos of nothing? This is another time I've said that phrase today. In, referring, in reference to this movie, is it because we went from birthday party with characters that we know to priest we don't know to extended shot of someone else's pornography to this woman that made us all seem confused, including the actors? I maybe. mean, maybe. 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 Oh, I believe that the actors were confused the entire I think the entire they probably show. were. Um, yeah. And here is where I put, I have officially lost the thread of this film. <laughs> I like that you're willing to lie to yourself and say you had it up until then. I, I was at least trying to grab at something <laughs> at that point. <laughs> There's nothing you can grab. Like, like uh, that's the thing. Is like, and what I was saying earlier was like, uh, Tributos being the Lord of the Dead and the Living. I'm pretty sure. When? That, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that in this movie. Permutos, or, or, or like, let's say the zombies, right? I that's, think a, only, that's a more grounded place to start, for sure. Yeah. I think that if they were zombies, whatever they were, right? Um, I'm pretty sure that, like, only 10% of the zombies that we saw were actually malicious. No, and most the of them rest weren't of doing them were, anything. Yeah, they were just kind of bumping into each other. Yes, it was like a bumblebee, just like, hi. Like, yeah, like, there's a scene in, a, in like, the kitchen where... <laughs> There are like five zombies in a kitchen, which is a show that Fox should pick up when the strikes are. <laughs> um, and there's one this fall like, after crime scene kitchen. <laughs> that's right. There's one scene where a zombie is trying to get to somebody, and the other four zombies are just doing that dance from the Dave Chappelle show, that robot that the one guy does in every sketch. That's all they were doing. Bouncing off of each other. They're just just also rans. That's all they did. And then they were obliterated for kind of no reason. For nothing. They they didn't do any. Everybody in this movie was obliterated for no reason, though. Well, at this point, I just sort of started focusing on some other things. Uh, For example, the best one-liner I've ever heard. Well, that takes the biscuit. (laughs) (laughs) What a thing to say. And, uh, oh, yeah, there was another guy. There was another guy at the birthday party we've not talked about at all. Oh, you mean Because <laughs> he's the, the most boring the, character in the universe. The belittled husband? N- yeah. 
the yes, he's he's like, what if Dwight and Jim from the office had a baby? <laughs> but what I love is 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 that he's just like put down upon, doesn't do shit, has fantasies, uh, <laughs> which we got like the most bread shoe diary moment in this movie with that oh. sex fantasy that he had. Oh yeah, there was like an extended. Se- there have been many extended That's sex scenes. That's the Bonnie that Tyler just... sex scene. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That was not in the cut we saw either. We saw no. like a brief moment of fantasy, but we didn't see full on titty pussy go there bounce wasn't, back. There wasn't two. There wasn't full bush. Let's start there. There were yeah. also. There also were. It also wasn't three and a half minutes or four minutes, somewhere in that range. It um, was way too. Long. Not since the room has an entire theater been flaccid in the way that it was <laughs> in this sex scene. It was truly wild. Um, but then zombies attack. Yeah. yeah. Because I guess this this is my first truly proper German horror film. I assume all of this is super regular. Uh, normal thing. Uh, no. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> that would be like you being a German watching The Room and saying, oh. This is what every American film Yes, exactly. Yeah. But anyway. Never haven't seen an American movie. I've heard of The Godfather. <laughs> it must be like this. Yeah, it must be like that. Um, and now we have just devolved into what if Jello wrestling, but stage blood. Yeah, for uh, sure. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And then, you know, bitch who we want to see die dies. And then right when she dies, it's like all of a sudden some curse was lifted off of the guy. You can see it. He brightened up. Yeah. And all of a sudden he just was like, she's dead. She's like, she's he, dead. Okay. Leroy Jenkins. Yeah. He's the, he becomes <laughs> Bruce Campbell in that moment from Evil Dead. He did. Um, and then, and then, uh, and then we see some really dramatic like, stuff. It almost becomes a good movie at that moment. And then I mean, all of a sudden, this guy becomes our final girl. Yeah. He like, does. This is our final girl? Yeah, it definitely goes Night of the Comet at that point between mm-hmm. uh, Lisa Loeb and that guy. It really, really does. Um, and, then, uh, and then we see the sadness, you know. Props to the German filmmakers. The black guy wasn't the first one to go down. Man, I really wish I remembered that character's name, but I only remember like really just the Did one they name. Give us his name? Are you? They might not have. I really just remember Walter. No, uh, a scriptwriter. They and... probably called him something derogative, like Sambo or something. Ooh! So. Uh, <laughs> but as he went down, he was actually speaking English. Some of the only English in the film. And he goes into slow-mo, and he's killing all these zombies, and it's actually kind of a pretty cool sequence. And he's going, I'll bust your asses in slow-mo. Mm-hmm. And that's really, it's just, it's the millennial life is like a box of chocolates. It really is. <laughs> there is Speaking of the death of zombies, I did want to mention one thing. It is, it's at the party. Let's go back. Let's. I know we don't. <laughs> want to go we back. have to. We already went back once. We'll go back again. We have to. The the fact that and what's the guy's name? Because you're the only one that knows it. The dad. The dad's yeah. name Walter. I'm quite sure of that. Walter. The way in which the nonchalance, and I don't know. Maybe I missed it if we talked about it. In which he stands up off the couch and takes the Conan sword and walks off camera to attack zombies. Like he doesn't even care. <laughs> 
scene in the movie because the zombies take down a piece of eight by six drywall just like it was on a hinge. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of like jumping back again. It's another one of the really spectacular uh, stagecraft moments in the film, like when they're going into the gore hut back in World War Two. Remember when in World War Hut? Yeah. And they're you trying to three, chop all the order wood. Off, Courtney, order off menu the next time you go to the Gore Hut. <laughs> I will. I need Get to. cheese on the number three. I heard you won't the regret it. menu's out of control. Um, <laughs> get it animal style. Get it animal style. Yeah, you go. Get it animal, style. animal style. But they're in the Gore Hut and they're trying to knock down all the wood that uh, that blocked the Gore Hut off from the, the general yeah. public. And it all just sort of falls back in one piece. <laughs> just a one. <laughs> because they Every, made... this was a this was a log flume ride at king's <laughs> island um, <laughs> uh, this was the smurf ride from 1987 at king's island everything's on hinges Every, yes, they just brought it right back up for the next the, the next take uh, sorry anyway, i didn't mean to go back but it back, just dawned on me that scene they're in a basement i guess and <laughs> there are zombies <laughs> They just sort of end up in a dark room, and I'm not really sure where they are. There's a lot of stairs in it, though. Um, Is it the Gore Hut? Are we supposed to believe it's the Gore Hut? Did they end up back in the Gore Hut? That's like, are they, is it on the never front? explained. I mean, because it, it, it kind of looks like it so if that like box got Gore buried Hut? in the like like in the same place that the Gore Hut was, and it keeps it happening does. on the same space. So maybe then that would see, make this sense. Is, they got you too. Because it's, this is the moment. This is the moment where I wrote verbatim. This is just me reading my notes. Oh no, do I get it? <laughs> <laughs> That's why they got me. Because at this moment, Walter just becomes an absolute manimal. And yeah. he's going nuts on zombies and he's kicking ass. And I'm like, oh my God, that kid got mangled. Oh, by the way, audience, at some point during the party, the kid gets randomly mangled. Pipes come through the oh, can we Can we take a second? Yeah, yeah, can yeah, we, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's back it up to the, because everybody else is in the party. My dude is recovering from penis and ball surgery without anesthetic, sitting upright by He's what I can great. only assume is a, um, a descendant of Dr. Mangala. Um, mm-hmm. Gets back to the house is in immense pain, asks his mom if he has the ointment. Mom doesn't have the ointment. Dad walks in, mad because the kid three hours ago just had uh, some, like like major surgery on his penis and testicles and was doing better. That He is the Wolverine of this movie. The man has a healing factor because no. But dad hands him the, the, the angel ashes and the permutos ashes and he sprinkles them on his dick and then his dick's on fire. And then he's cramering all over the coffee table in this room. He does Kramer all over the coffee table. Yeah. But then he is sitting like, like apparently recovers from that whole situation. And he's just sitting on the couch. In jeans. The, <laughs> in jeans. Finds the book inside of this thing that instead of say, instead of it being the Necronomicon, it says permutos on it. It's the script. <laughs> It's, it's and, he, and it's a really bad by the way i don't know if anybody noticed this i did it's a really bad prop did anybody else I, notice god yeah it's falling I apart have to, i have had to build a book prop 
I built yes. the Necronomicon for Evil Dead the musical. We used it a bunch. It's not easy to make a book prop. It's not that hard to make. You're not a in a production of a film, though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like my book would have looked better on film than yeah. that thing. That thing was a box. It was one of those things you get from Hobby Lobby that looks like a book, but and not you really. And you open there. it up, and it's actually just a hole in there. Yeah, you keep your weed in there. That's where you, it goes. Yeah, you spare grenades go. So in your there. roommate can't get it. Uh. Yeah. So yeah, he opens that up, doesn't really read it, but then all of a sudden, not really. <laughs> but then all of a sudden, a uh, this would have been the perfect spot for your thing that you wrote down earlier. Yes. If you would have read that out of there, right? And then yeah, I didn't. <laughs> and then what I could only again let me let me go back to. Uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I don't know how you guys familiar you are with the show. A there's very... a scene. There's a scene where Frank is sewn into a couch because yes. he's doing an he's doing a Scrooge thing and he wants to hear what his uh, people have to say about him, and he has to crawl out of this leather sofa. Yes, <laughs> like it's giving birth. The way everything it, it... came out of that couch was the exact same way that Frank came out of that couch. Yes, yes it's very Ace Ventura too. <laughs> oh <laughs> shit. <laughs> He reads a lot of stuff that is not Lucius Primoria 756 thing that would have made sense. But he doesn't. He melts, and apparently that triggers zombies attacking, but that's not really made clear, is it? Well, um, that's when I think that's the birth of Permutos again in this Kramer, Mac, Ronald that, McDonald character. That's where I thought I got it because I thought I was putting it all together. I was like, Oh shit. I get it. And I hate myself in a way I've never hated anybody in my life. Um, but I thought it was like, same. okay, so this kid is constantly reincarnated because his manglement slash death unlocks Premutos's power. And Premutos is his dad because the moment that kid is mangled is the moment his dad becomes like a total manimal. But I'm wrong. He's just some other dipshit. The kid dies, and 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 then he dies too, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was the, like, the oh no, I get really it, I get it, I get violence. it. Just yeah. loves the violence. And then yeah. and then and then we get when Premutos actually appears. Yes. L- looking all like rock me, sex me, sexy Jesus that he does. <laughs> he really like, does look a lot like that man in Hamlet too. And yes, then it's he like does. all of a sudden I'm like. Now we're being introduced to Premutos, and it is literally not even a minute-long sequence no, where, Pre- where Premutos stands up and he's about to take over, and the guy throws the grenade at him, the MacGuffin that we saw at the party, throws the grenade at him and blows the living fuck out of Premutos, <laughs> yeah, and, and then-, then turns to Lisa Loeb and says, I want to marry you. Which is really wild. We're underselling the facial expressions that Permutos Jesus is giving us. He really, well, there's a lot that we're underselling. Um, if, one, Frank, if Frank Zappa was a spitting image puppet, you mean? That's one of them for sure. Uh, we also, right before he dies, that kid's dad uh, has one of my other favorite one-liners from the film. Uh, it's, so you stupid ass, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> Which made me really just want Biff Whiff to play him the next time they remake this movie. Just don't uh, will that. And, and, come and on, Courtney. 
Yeah, you can't say that on this show. You cannot say we want them to remake this movie in any capacity because Bermuda's listens Biff to this there? show. <laughs> but Biff Whiff would be so good. It's true. It's true. Murdering someone with a chainsaw and going, what are you, dumb? <laughs> 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 but yeah, my, my notes are amazing. It's, oh no, do I get it. Kid Mangleman unlocks Primutos' power. Oh no. Then he's killing his subjects, and that's kind of sad. They came back to life to serve him, but they got chainsawed. Oh, actually, I don't get it. Never mind. <laughs> you, you know what would have been great is when that tank comes bursting out of the wall out of hey, nowhere. That's my next note. Do you have my notes? No. My next well, note is, OMG, there is a literal tank. <laughs> so when the, when the tank comes bursting out, instead of, you know, the, the guy that pops out, pops out, what would have been great is out of nowhere, we all of a sudden get a cameo from Flula Borg. Yeah. We, <laughs> well, this is a very Flula Borg-centric podcast now. He's everywhere. He jumps out of the tank. And he's like, I got a fucking tank. Yeah. You know? the, 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 so there's a part in this tank thing that, that I got really confused at. And on top of the just general confusion about what's going on. On right? top of the fact that, like, uh, why is there a tank? How did they not know there was a tank? Yeah. So the, t- the tank drives in, immediately fires off a round. By the way, this tank fires off a round. It kind of hits a zombie and kind of like, oh, it gets thrown into the wall. I'm pretty sure a tank would do more than that, first of all. But I mean, I don't all, have that much experience with tanks, but I got I to gotta side with you on this one. <laughs> Yeah. And second of all, the tank immediately rolls over a woman. It does. Yeah. We don't know who this woman is. And I immediately and it's <laughs> the woman is dressed strikingly like Lisa Loeb. I thought it was Lisa Loeb. Yes. I was just going to say, like, I thought Lisa Loeb died, but I guess I was wrong. And that's why it's because I thought she got run over by a tank. And I was like, this wasn't in the version that Roy and I watched. Where the tank drives over Lisa Loeb, because I'm like, shit, this just dude just killed the woman he wants to marry. Man, that's <laughs> for the tank. Truly strange. Um, but it is a really cool twist for the third just, act, which does start five minutes before the end of the movie. <laughs> that in the third act they reveal that the whole time they've been living in a Fortnite map. <laughs> <laughs> so you can go outside and get a tank? Yeah, you just go out and get a tank. There's probably some pinatas or whatever out there. There's like 99 other dudes just trying to win right outside that building. <laughs> There's the, the, the Permutos instance is happening in 75 unique, <laughs> uh, in, unique locations on this map at any given time. And then, like you said, bam, there's Jesus. No, it's not Jesus. Gotcha. It's Primutos. And then it just cuts to footage of Jamie Oliver's, like, teaching kids about fast food video with the pink slime. <laughs> and then they're like, and there's a counter, and it says 139 dead bodies. <laughs> End <laughs> of movie. <laughs> Roy, that counter wasn't there, right? No, it was not there. That was brand new. <laughs> that came out of fucking nowhere. And I was like, where the hell did this kill count come from? Yeah, they it was not kill in one there. more guy. <laughs> yeah, it really bothered my OCPD. That there was just it was one thirty. Just give me one more, and I'm sure they missed somebody. I mean, I mean, eleven people would have been great. hundred and fifty deaths is a nice smooth number, but yeah, not, some, even, not even not even one forty. Somebody watched uh, 
that version of Cobra that they used to show on FX with that oh. kill counter in the bottom and got real excited to make. Yeah, they were like, oh, movie. I want to do that. And then they just did that. Just at the end, though. <laughs> I Ooh. I have a new way that I judge movies <laughs> that we watch on this show. Really? Um, it is. Um, and, and you two know this is a reoccurring theme in my life. And I've just decided to apply it to movies. And this is the first one that I've done it with. Um, it is how hard would uh, dropping that uh, that Moby song from the end of the Born Identity on on any movie when the credits roll slap? And uh, this movie it would slap pretty hard because yeah, that's the, pretty cool. Because the end of the movie, does anybody want to explain the exact end of the movie? The kill counter doesn't come up at the end of the movie. No, it's that, like before after the kill the counter. Of, it's I don't know that I can properly describe. Okay. The actual end of the movie. <laughs> so, so what happens is our 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 heroic duo, our lovers, Lisa escape. Loeb and Dwight Jim from The Office, yes. escape, and they they walk out because he sends her out, right, mm-hmm. and then he finishes the deeds that need to be done, and he manages to make it out of the explosion of what we think is the gore hut at this it's- point. It's very much we like uh, Brad and Janet getting out of the rubble of the castle. Again, I'm going sure. back to Rocky Horror. Yeah, it, 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 that's an accurate portrayal. And they're on the and they're out in the they're out in the street, and they're hugging. And he says, "I want to marry you." And she's like, eh. And then, oh my god! Apropos of literally nothing at all ever in this movie once in the two torturous hours of watching it we get a random truck drives up and kills him hits him yep. and kills him and, yep. the, and then the kill count comes up yeah that's true they were 38 and 39 i just had a really bad moment so i just shouted oh my god in the middle of, of your description it's okay i'm pretty sure that that guy's dad's not walter i think dwight jim is walter Oh, oh my God! Now I don't know, but I will not watch this movie again to find out. Uh, <laughs> uh, you already agreed to. So, so, oh, no. so, so, so yeah, yeah, I was about no, that's to a say. problem for 2024, Courtney. <laughs> <laughs> a lot can happen between now and 2024. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, and then when the kill counter comes up, that's when Moby started. Um, in okay. my head. See, in and, my head, it was Delmetri. <laughs> Oh, it was rolled to me. Yeah. <laughs> Look around. And your world, world, baby, 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 is it every... Yeah. Yeah, good. No, in my, no, in my head it was... <laughs> That's what came into my head. Um. Also, uh, Stay would also work. You say... Oh, it would, yeah. Yeah, it would. I understand uh, what I want to. <laughs> As the credits not slowly roll... But we have a credit sequence that is... Fuck, they roll so bad. (laughs) You got assaulted by the credits, basically. They do not want you to know who worked on this movie. No, no, they don't. No, they don't. I think he probably, at least at one point, the director of this film, sent Frank Miller a pair of his socks. I think at some point in in his life... Um. Yeah, I think that's probably. Accurate. I think that's. I think that's more than fair. Um, yeah. I mean, who among us 
<laughs> who among us hasn't made a, a movie with a direct ripoff of the 300 animated sequences at the beginning and also the end? Exactly. And, uh, Jesus. <laughs> oh my God, this movie. It's oh man. Um, so oh Olaf. So, oh Olaf. So so Courtney, this is you know Roy and I have now witnessed this in different versions twice. Roy, let me ask you this first. Sure. Yeah, I want to hear from y'all first. You've seen the... the <laughs> I, got, I, I feel so wrong saying the theatrical cut <laughs> of this nightmare. Um, and you've seen the director's cut. And we've seen the Snyder cut now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God damn it, Courtney. Don't. Because they will. They listen. They listen. And now there's going to be a three-hour version of this movie, and we're going to have to do it. Mm. But... Oh, if they do, maybe it'll make sense this time. That's no, it what, won't. It never mm, will. That's what it'll got us on this more one. People, it'll be more people we've never met doing horrible, gory things that we don't understand. Did, did your opinion of this movie change between the quote-unquote theatrical cut and the um, and the director's cut of this film, Roy? Yes and no. Okay. Um, I mean, it made a little more sense this time. So I was able to en- enjoy some of it. Like, the gore effects are actually pretty damn good in this movie. Um, considering considering the budge. Yeah, so if you are a gore hound, then you're in for a fucking treat with this movie. That being said, if you're looking for a movie that makes sense... If you're looking luck. for anything that isn't gore... Yeah. If you're looking for a horror movie that will actually scare you, if you're looking for a uh-huh. horror movie that um, will do anything but just throw buckets of gore all over the place, you're going to be lost. So I, I recommend this movie with caution. Uh, you know, I, 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 I mean, it's a movie that has to be witnessed in order to fully believe that a film like this does exist i this i mean if anything this movie does live up to our show's title these films exist (laughs) i and 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 watching it a second time i realized that this film best exemplifies that but at the same time it is a fucking shitty movie (laughs) it's And I have some wild stats for y'all that I looked up uh, prior to recording. You did more research on I this did. thing. Um, it's Rotten Tomatoes score is a 51. I yeah. sent you, did I send both of you or just Roy the letterbox reviews for this? Uh, and she did, yes. Wildly high. Yeah, like fours. <laughs> like four stars. Yeah. The average is four stars. It's. It's got a 5.4 on IMDb. I, 82% of Google users liked this movie. Which tells me that they're happy with the gore and tits. I mean, that's what it just it tells me. Well, I do have a quote here, and this is from, <clears throat> see if I can pronounce this right, Voice from Horror News. They didn't say their name. Uh <laughs> It is bloody, it is funny, and I'd rank it as a must-see for any fan of splatter and gore. Strong no. words. Yeah, no. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Uh, uh. no. I, the only way that I would recommend this movie is if you find yourself at a point where you said, I've seen it all. You think? And, and you think you've seen it all. And you're looking for a movie that tells you you've not you've, you've not seen it all. Then fire up Tubi and watch Premutos. That being said. It's free with ads, baby. Yeah, it's free with ads, so you're not going to lose money like fucking Andy and I did when we bought the director's cut. <laughs> hey, got we've got so the, uh, we've got the, the uh, with the soundtrack, by the, the way. Soundtrack. That, and here's the thing: is all the music that's on the soundtrack, that's all fucking brand new too. None of that music was <laughs> on the original cut. <laughs> I kind of wanted the uh, the the end credits song on that CD. I kind of wanted it. That's yeah, fair. We didn't get it. I, yeah. I, ha- I definitely feel like I have, um, um, like, like I've, I've, um, I've definitely like identified and imprinted on my captor with this movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have another really fun review. Uh, if you'd like me to share it, I know we're a oh, solid ninety minutes into this bad Larry. At this oh well, point. like I, like I said, I knew this was going to be. Yeah, a this was not going to be a short so, movie. So, yeah. <laughs> this is a. This is from Don's world of horror and exploitation. Okay. <laughs> it's at donshorrorworld.blogspot.com. Oh, okay. So you know it's good. This is easily one of the goriest films ever made. One of the better features here is that there is really no way to describe the gore and bloodshed present in the film. Containing chainsaw eviscerations, being split in half, I don't remember that part, decapitation, slit throats, axes sliced into almost every body part, and gunshots are just a part of what is used to inflict damage. And there's much more to this, with both sides getting torn up. As there are so many deaths and mutilations on display, it just becomes a showcase for the special effects. The good part is that most of them are quite impressive in their on-screen realization, which makes them appear as if it's happening in real life, and therefore more relatable. The zombies here are just delicious looking, full of European goodness, with facial wounds and scars, body modification, and damage done to them that are quite striking and memorable. This is the movie's greatest feat, as, since it's all kept light-hearted, so an incredibly gory movie is fun to watch. <laughs> First of all, let me, let me take... I, I have a quibble with yeah, we gotta his, take uh, we gotta take this line by line. We're gonna be here yeah. another hour at least. He uh, he says that the zombie uh, makeup is believable um, and good. There are at least <laughs> half of those zombies that had no makeup. That's just they a were guy. just people. I think there Elliot Gould was, was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> there was a in the same scene as the cross-eyed uh, zombie in the gore house. Right next to that guy was just. I'm pretty sure Gilda Radner towards the it was you know, the lady. Yeah, it might have been her. She might have been in it. She probably would have said yes. Yeah, just there. Like, what? <laughs> it's yeah, not not that relatable, my dude. No. The to call any zombie delicious looking is a bit of a stretch. I mean, yeah. I think we know what where this guy falls. It's and there's like many, many more, like four more paragraphs with screenshots. This is a <laughs> this is a wild, wild review. <sighs> I guess people like it. I've never met another person in my entire life. I mean, Don loves it. Uh, <laughs> is he at horrifrahita dot uh, dot myspace 
www.angelfire.com. Was that him? Now, now, to say he loves it is strong because he does say, while not laugh out loud funny, there are some pretty funny sequences here that do get a couple chuckles. <laughs> wow. Roy, I need you to write a review for this. Please. Oh, my God. I mean, it would be it would be basically just a one word review. And that one word would be don't. Is it Can just a create... picture of me saying, wow, that thing I sent to you? <laughs> Can we, Roy, could we create something that resembles like a 1999 to 2000 Angel Fire page? Oh, my we God. we could review movies with like animated GIFs. And, uh, <laughs> Is that one of those little construction worker guys? Yeah, yeah. It's always, uh, it's permanently under construction. It's never not under construction. <laughs> And just let you write reviews on there in the same in the same vein as this guy's review. Just this is a full ass. This is a thousand words minimum that this man wrote about this movie. What's funny is this movie did not have a thousand words spoken in it. Mm -mm, mm -mm. No way. No way. There were a thousand words. Solidly. I cannot stress this enough to people who should not watch this movie. If you've not seen it, don't. Uh, but the amount oh. of time where someone is just sitting in a room, like reading a book or looking at something or <laughs> doing dental hygienist work and just not talking. <laughs> oh, that's this movie. Oh my God. Uh, so Courtney, would you, would you request or, or suggest that people watch this thing? No. <laughs> if you value your life, do something else. Go touch grass. <laughs> well, I don't. I don't think that. Uh, I, I. I think that's the review. No, that's Roy. <laughs> yeah, that's the review. No, go do something else. Go. Yeah. Touch I have to turn on my camera for you again. Just where to go? Oh no! I know it's backwards oh. for you right now. Oh, oh no, no! Do I get it? <laughs> oh man, that's great. Well, this this is the end of our anniversary month, Roy. How do you feel? Aww. Um, worn out after this movie. I'll yeah, tell you right? that. Um, and and it's only going to get worse because. We're diving into the fucking Amityville verse. Um, on YouTube, so, yeah. Now, oh, I can't wait. I do love that this is how we close out your fifth anniversary because the fifth anniversary traditional gift is wood. And they did spend a lot of time in a wood hut in this movie. So I think it counts. Yes. I mean, and it gave me wood. So, it did it? Sure. Oh, oh my god. Some, yeah. Apparently, based on those reviews, it gave some people wood. I yeah, absolutely. That, so. absolutely. Speaking of such things, we completely forgot to talk about an entire character. Oh, God. <laughs> Was it... I'm not sure how she fit in, because she only appeared in two scenes. One at the very beginning, and one at the very end. Was it his sister? Or his friend who showed up to his house to platonically show him a dominatrix outfit. She oh, had... shit. Oh, my God. How did we forget? 
<laughs> going into the next to normal soundtrack now. How yes. could I ever forget? <laughs> oh, Roy, go. Yes, the sister. Go. Is it a sister? Because they were really not clear about who she was. <laughs> I mean, also some stuff happened with her that was very Luke and Leia, so... A little creepy. Yeah. I was feeling a lot. I know, Courtney, you haven't seen this, but every time that she appeared on the screen, I was definitely feeling like I was having like acid flashbacks to Liquid Sky <laughs> a little bit. Oh, my God. <laughs> Just a she, little bit. She was like in, in Party City Bridget Nielsen cosplay <laughs> to be a dominatrix. Pretty much. It was really wild. Oh. And yeah. She, so she she tells her brother, I guess, this is the guy, guy's name we don't know. Um, and she's like, here, I have a surprise. And she blindfolds him. And I was like, oh, this is his girlfriend, which is weird because I thought we just met the girl he had a crush on when he drove his bike into a car. But whatever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe they forgot she existed. They definitely forgot she existed. Yes, they uh, did. And then he takes the blindfold off and she's in a dominatrix outfit. And he's like, I think he's really going to love it. And I was like, (laughs) who? I thought this was your girlfriend. And she was like, yeah, I think he's going to love it, too. (laughs) And then then, nothing. We don't see her for an hour. (laughs) And then we see her. I guess having sex with her boyfriend, man, we've never seen before. We've never seen before, yeah. And they're and in the house, right? They are in the, the house. The party is happening. I don't and know. Zombies what are of, attacking. Yeah, I don't know what sort of cavernous, bizarre house <laughs> they live in. Freaking loud house ass. Any other parents out there? His kids watch Loud House? Um, anybody? Nope. Just me. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Think about your audience. Yeah, um, let's try again. Foster's home of imaginary friends. Watch that, that house, I guess. <laughs> but zombies attack and kill her boyfriend, and she doesn't notice till he's already dead, really. Uh, and then she busts through the drywall, much like the zombies on a hinge. Yeah. Into the birthday party, and she's like, "Zombies are attacking!" And they're like, "What are you talking about? My friend just barfed. Get out of here!" Yeah. Uh, apropos of like, who's like, dressed like, in dominatrix gear, and yeah, I don't no, care about that. Right. I was gonna say nobody bats an eye at the fact that she's dressed in full dominatrix gear. You, nobody oh, it's cares. Germany. That's the thing. It's Germany. That's just it's Germany. Germany. Of course. Um, shocking lack of David Hasselhoff in this film, by the way. I mean, that's valid. Considering that's, it's Germany in the 90s. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you for reminding us of the dominatrix. Ooh, sorry, I couldn't. I couldn't. It was in it was in my heart. And if I didn't get it out of there, it was going to live there forever. <laughs> sure. I get you. Rotting me <sighs> from the inside. Well, Roy, what do you say? We got another <laughs> five years in us. Uh, we got another five years in us as long as next year, if we do in fucking deed do a riff on this movie, it is the absolute last time we allow this goddamn film. They're going to release us. a four hour or a sequel. Black and white. You know they're going to do it. 
Oh, you know they're going to do it. You know, I mean, every time we do something like this, it gets into the ether. Somebody bought two copies again. of this movie. We could do a sequel. Yeah. Oh, my God. We could, let, Let's release an Ultra HD 4K cut oh, of shit. Oh, God damn it. Roy, stop. Everybody needs to stop. I deserve this. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're going to do a stage production. Oh, yeah, God, there, it's a musical, a, and then I have to be in it. There's an audience for this. We better release it. Is there? Uh, there's there's the three of us that have watched it, and we know at least two other people. Yes, at least Don. Don's going to love it. Yeah. It's going to oh. be like the Never Nudes in Arrested Development. There are dozens of us. <laughs> dozens. Uh, well, yeah. Here's to another five years of Woo. Terror of Tidy Town, Bermudos, Dot, Dot and the Kangaroo. kangaroo. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Animal Olympics. That one's for you, Craig. Pour one out. Um, <laughs> and sometimes a good movie. <laughs> like sometimes. SLC Pilot. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> so, sometimes, like next month, we're going to have three really good movies to watch. Oh, it's going to be great. No downers. Yeah. No, all all slaps, no, no skips next month. <laughs> Love it. All right, Roy, let's get out of here. We've been doing this for an hour and a half. <laughs> it's been a long time. We've been, at, we've been in it almost as long as we had to sit through Bermuda's. We're so I, tired. But, well, I just want to let everyone know before we go that to celebrate our five years that I've done something. Oh, no. um, Andy doesn't know about this yet. Oh, God. And I'm, I'm making the announcement uh, oh, today. God. Oh, my gosh. Um, what? <laughs> I'm so scared. I'm legitimately scared right now, if you can hear it in my voice. I'm so excited. So, um, what I want to announce is that finally, after five years of existing on this podcast, (laughs) we now have a letterboxed account. Yes! So yes. you can find us on Letterboxd as all one word. These films exist. Nine. So so Andy, these films sexist is back. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the film sexist has returned. These films sexist is back. The film but, sexist. But yes, um, and as a matter of fact, I will put a link on um, to guide everybody. You know so. And then, Andy, I'll give you the password, so that way you can um, also uh, do everything on there so uh, we could go for it. But, yes, we are finally on Letterboxd, folks. And I, I do want to say... What? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead first. Oh, I do want to say to our listening audience, who is Courtney and, like, uh, Don, the guy who... Whoever, <laughs> whoever's Don, out there who Don's keeps Don's World track of Horror and Exploitation. At blogspot.com. Um, whoever is out there listening that has been listening... We are going to get these canon film tattoos. Time yes. has gotten away from us. Life has gotten away from us. But we're going to consider this year our fifth year. And at some point in that fifth year, we will have updates on all social media of our canon film tattoos. I am a recent addition to guesting on this show. And I would get it. And I already have an appointment on Wednesday. He'd probably do it. <laughs> you, I don't think you could do it. Before Roy and I do. I don't think that's allowed either. Yeah, that's uh, that, that's uh, Robert De Niro in that movie, The Fan kind of behavior. And yeah. We all, 
It is very, hey, let's have an idea. Courtney says, all right, let's do it. Crack Knuckles is already done. Did it already. Yeah, Yeah, it's a very Courtney thing to do, but I'm going (laughs) to rein you in a little bit. I love it. I appreciate it. (laughs) You can tell him when you go for your, hey, I might be coming in to get a tattoo in solidarity of my friends and podcast partners. (laughs) But let's just pump the brakes just a little bit on getting the actual tattoo. (laughs) It will have been my third tattoo in a month, so I should probably chill on that. Uh, (laughs) You're going to become Bermudos. (laughs) I'm going to become Bermudos. Just Jamie Oliver, chicken slime, uh, just everywhere. Oh, my God. Let's go. Let's go home. (laughs) Let's leave this this sad place and go home. You guys, I love you. I'm so happy that you guys have been doing this for five years. And I can't wait. Like I said, as always, I will I will always be here. Call and I will watch your dumb movie and I will talk about it. It's so dangerous for you to say that. And, you know, we will. So, yep. (laughs) Whatever. If you want me to watch, I don't know. An Amityville movie written by an AI engine that I thought was a joke. I don't care. <laughs> Throw it in. The other thing is, we're now family to it. We're now still hanging out on Twitter, but we're also on Threads, Blue Sky, um, in, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Sklu by. <laughs> uh, I think y'all are on OnlyFans, Fansly. Tumblr, Bumbler, Bermudos, Hinge. Uh, Hinge, Binge, Minge. No. Um, not that. No, not, not that, that one. Minge. No, no. No, not that one. Not that one. <laughs> Scruff. <laughs> Scruff. Hillary Duff. Um, <laughs> We're Dr. Seuss now. This is just evolved. This is what happens when you watch Permutos. Don't watch this is, Permutos. This is, don't what gets, do it. this is what gets cut out of out of your um, out of your improv writing sessions. <laughs> is Hillary Duff a thing? Can we make Hillary Duff a thing? No. Oh you can't. God. You can't. Uh, Lohan, Lindsay Lohan. Um, <laughs> I'm just writing really good rap songs now. Um, Andy is broken. <laughs> yes. You, I have I have snapped officially now. The oh, second... also you can find Colt Cinema Catacombs on Snapchat. Snapchat. <laughs> you can. Uh, God, I will say when I started this movie at eight thirty this morning, mm, because so I stopped early. it. I stopped it yesterday to go to Home Cuts because I I I I stopped it yesterday to re- to record with Roy and then promptly drive to Home Goods. Um. It did start on that sex scene. Oh, so, no! You want to talk about a weird place to start Permutos on a Sunday morning at 8.30? <laughs> it was during that sex scene. Uh, all right. All right. Let's go home. <laughs> hey, wait. Right. Hey, Roy and Andy, what are y'all doing next month? We are doing the uh, Amityville for triple feature. We're doing uh, Amityville Emmanuel, which was written all in AI and combines the Amityville horror with the late 70s, early 80s softcore porn franchise Emmanuel. So excited. Uh, We're doing Amityville in space. And then I can't remember the title of the third uh, uh, Amityville movie, but we just know it stars Eric Roberts. Yeah, not one of the good ones. (laughs) Yeah, that's all that matters is that it stars Eric Roberts. (laughs) 
that's the only thing that matters about that movie. And then we went into talking about, oh, I, I can't do it. It's in the other episode. Yes, I'm not going to start that bit again. You'll, 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 you'll see in the um, the Gay Deceivers episode. So, yeah. yeah. I, I, can't, I can't run that bit again because it'll go, we'll be here for another hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We love All you. Right. Thank you for five amazing years. Thank you for um, listening us for five years and we're going to keep going and god i mean this show's just there just are been a, a lot of our journey it really has yeah there are a lot of movies out there that we have not done so we well, as we discovered get with that catalog i mean we got one coming up in october that oh, i mean we we had Woo. something else completely planned for october. i mean i'm still bringing in the 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 we're still doing three episodes in october and i'm still bringing in for that one episode, but we found one thanks to Mr. Farmer here that when it comes to all the movies where I've ever bought on purpose for this show, <laughs> this one takes the cake. Oh boy. I can't remember if it's this one or the other one. I'm not going to say either of the titles. This obviously one takes the cake and we're bringing you back in September. Yeah. I'll be back for a film that is thankfully only an hour long, but I'm sure it's probably going to feel like Cremutos. I, I think I will feel like I have fused with my couch, like Gilbert grapes, mom, by the time I finish that one hour film. How about we just start opening this uh, catalog to random pages and blindly pointing and doing that movie? Let's see. Uh, Hold on. Hold on. Let's see. Cutting out, cutting out the little images of the covers and put them on a dartboard and then just throw a dart. Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, on fuck Roy. (laughs) I literally just did it in the manual or in the in the catalog and ended up with the kindred. So we've already (laughs) done that one. We've already done the kindred. Now see that would have been a great one to revisit. Fucking deal. Instead of fucking gay deceivers. <laughs> fucking fucking wheel of morality. It, I did just get Brides of Satan, though, this, the next time I did it. So that might be a good one. That sounds fun. Oh, that could yeah. be fun. I've got a list that Roy doesn't know about. I've got a secret list uh, in a double a double walled vault in my office. Oh, and I just remembered another film that you threw out of nowhere that I was like, God, I don't want to see it and wound up having a blast with. Which one? The Vampire Happening. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I saw it when I was scrolling through last night, and I had really fond memories of that movie. The the What happens if we take a Hammer vampire horror film and combine it with a British carry-on movie? We get the yep. Vampire Happening. Yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> all right, all right, I'm calling it. We're done. We're going to do all this right, for five years. We oh. can leave now. I had more to say about that guy's dad, but I, we can wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Again, again, thank you for joining us, Courtney. And we'll see you again in September for the God, the film, um, which we already know about, but we're not going to tell the audience yet because I, God, I just, oy vey. Anyway. I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to you all later. Bye. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>